Yo, Claude, can't talk. In a hurry. And don't let my dad catch you out here again. What? Come on. He doesn't like my landscaping. Anyway, June Bloom is coming, and you just got to be my date. Because check it out. I'm all grown up. And I smell good. Ow! My queen. Sorry, buddy. Elements don't mix. <gasps> It'd take an act of God to get me across that bridge. An act of God or an act of Claude? And welcome, 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 welcome to the podcast that puts the plus in Disney Plus. It's talking the Mickey. My name's Ian. I'm Liam. I'm Ethan. I'm Megan. And I'm Georgia. Hey! <laughs> and we're also the best film ever. Through <laughs> me. I just thought I would dial things back into the uh, into the Wayback Machine and think, since we're doing something Disney-related, I thought, That's cool. let's brush off the old, uh, the old, the old intro. You'll mm. release this as a Disney episode as well. Yeah, I'll put it on both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for some people are like, what are you guys talking about? What is going on? It is a deep cut by this point. It is. We used to do a little spinoff pod during lockdown and all that. That was, uh, it was uh, Disney specific. And so it did, did really quite well in the grand scheme of things. Like, Still doing quite well considering. Yeah. Weirdly, yeah. We've done like 4,000 downloads this year, which yeah. for a podcast hasn't been really updated in like three years. <laughs> two and a half years. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> There's a lot of pods that would kill to have 4,000 downloads in a year. And so the fact that a dormant one's got one, I'll take that all the time. Absolutely. So if you're sitting there going, what are you guys talking about? Go check out talking the Mickey on your uh, platform podcast platform of choice. But yeah, I can hear my voice bleeding to everybody's mics today. And that's, Okay, because for the first time, I don't know how long, we got five people around the five. metaphorical five table. Five is the magic number. Five is the magic number. There we go. Four around the actual table. Which Four is the around the actual table. From. As we are uh, here to do episode number 199. Ooh, Ooh it's getting close. The penultimate one. So I'm next well, penultimate means the next one's our last one. What is next week? I'm going to share at the end. Uh, it's elemental. Not no, next week. Not this week's elemental. Week. We're doing episode one. It better be something elemental. monumental. It's got to be something epic next week. Epic. Uh-oh. Epic. Uh-oh. I just looked which ones I could buy for two pounds. <laughs> are you going to do, yeah. do the film 300 at 200? At 200? you got to save that for 300. <laughs> oh, do I really? I, I, just I, don't, I don't rate that movie. No. I mean, there's lots this of thighs Sparta. and... Uh, the muscles to look at. It's got that guy. Yeah, that's that's why you wanted on this. Yeah. <laughs> Sean Maguire. Huh? He, he was in EastEnders many years ago. Yeah, it's also got like Gerard Butler. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm just saying. It's just like a guy from EastEnders is now on. Who was in a film oh, yeah. with Gerard Butler? I mean, Guy Pierce was on Neighbors, and then he was a, like a really he directed like yeah, yeah, but Guy Pierce is like oh, amazing. It, it, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so Have you ever seen the film The Count of Monte Cristo? No. You should watch it. I'm a big fan of his sandwich. <laughs> Have you ever had a Monte Cristo? No. It's really quite nice. Is it? Yeah. You need to. That's is a great that story. Is that a ham and cheese one? I think it's like French. Oh, that's a croissant. Like, oh, cro- Let's no. not get which into one's like, debate Which one's again, like please. the French toast <laughs> that has like ham and cheese inside? I that's think. a croissant. Are you sure? I'm not sure. I don't know. 
I'm not, I'm, reach out to us. I'm not. I'm not croc mature about that. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ethan's back to his like original series uh. one contribution, which is <laughs> I groan. I groan. Uh, also uh, coming out this week, yesterday, uh, Marvel Monday. You should have heard us do keeping it low key. Uh, the the penultimate episode of that. So there we are. And then last week we did Shaun of the Dead. More on that later. But uh, this episode this week is brought to us by one of our friends of the podcast, a BFF of the BFE, Julene. And this is the part where I segue, ha-ha, into, <laughs> we'd like to thank our friends of the podcast for hey. their uh, wonderful backing. And we want to talk about uh, a big thank you to Julene. All right. Hermes. James DeGuzman. Come on. Lena Oberholzer. Put your ears on. And Sidian Davies. <laughs> yeah. Chris <laughs> Peterson. Woo. Let me get through this. Daniel Selva. Hey, I did better than you. <laughs> Yay. Dwayne Smith. Reverend Bruce. Hell yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Nate the Great. Yeah. Andy Nixon. God, I can't believe screwed up. <laughs> That's yours, Andy. Holly Callan. Holly, hey, yeah. Cheesy. With a fish on a bike. Our resident curmudgeon. Uh, Richard. The cool cat himself. Ryan Kuketz. Dirk, but his friends call him. Diggler. The shy guy himself. Shy burger friend. Shy guy. Shy guy. Stu from the Stu World Order podcast. Howdy, howdy. Norfolk Domus. Woo! And of course, AJ from, from Nova, Nova Scotia, Scotia, Canada. And if you want to know how you can keep the lights on at the Studio of Awesomeness and help keep that sweet, sweet BFE content coming to you from, from our microphone to your ears about two times a week, please consider joining the Patreon. You can get the door for as little as three British pounds, less than four US dollars, and about five bucks Canadian. Other currencies are available. We are sitting here today in uh, a little bit of cosplay this week. Oh, yeah. Which, yeah. We, which we deferred a week. We did defer. It's a uh, shame we didn't do it last week. I got a lot of questions. I got a lot of questions yeah. in the club. Did you? Yes. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, you, <laughs> what are you, you doing? You seem to be more, more, more high profile there than... Uh, than, than the rest of us. I have a lot of highs. How you, you doing? Guys, you guys are a bit more casual, though. You're just in like you, Liam's in a shirt and you're in a t-shirt, and I'm in like yeah. But like, how often? Okay, so should we explain what, how we're all dressed? I'm not being funny, Megan. Yes. How often do you see me in a shirt? Yeah, that, no, but just going well, to a, a yeah, but yeah, but like, you're assuming you're, you're assuming the inhabitants of a social club knew that. Like yeah, you don't true. look out of place. Do you know what I mean? Uh, okay, you might look out of place in, in, in the social I, club. I'm in a shiny blue and red jacket. And my hair in bunches and stuff. I look out of place. Yeah, we're, we've got some stuff that's going to go up on the Patreon feed. Uh, we, we try to do a little Halloween thing each year. And Ooh. so we've got uh, we got some costuming in place. So uh, Meg's Have you is, got next year's planned? No. Oh, okay. You normally have one planned each year. We'll have to think about something that, that's like, <laughs> sounds weird. A couple's thing for me and you, buddy. <laughs> that's what been so Last time we were Last time we were Jay and Son of Bob. That's right, yeah. And this year oh, we're Sean and Ed. Sean of the Dead. Sean and Ed. Sean and Ed. And I, I didn't have a, a Liz outfit. So I just came in the outfit. I think had. Ed would have, would have approved more if Sean was dating Harley Quinn. Yeah, he would have done yeah. this. Is, this I is would. Fair. So we had to take some liberties. I couldn't find a Cornetto, but I did try to find something. That would work. You still had a feast. It wasn't ice cream. <laughs> no, it wasn't ice cream. And uh, Harley Quinn has gone British, so there's no baseball bat behind her back. No, although, she did have some, although she did have I some did darts. I did have a dart. Yeah. I was trying to kill you with darts. You were trying so to we had a lot of fun. We'll, we'll put some stuff up of George's most recent uh, theatrical endeavor. Yeah, I'd have definitely got some few looks if I'd have walked in. in. <laughs> and Well, in your carrier again. And Ethan's yeah. just clean shaven. I don't know if Ethan's going as a respectable... <gasps> You're going as... A Cambridge University student. <laughs> oh. As opposed to a student from a Cambridge University. <laughs> I went from being unrespectable to uh, annoying. I don't know. You're not annoying. I'm I'm the 10th doctor. You're clean. You're the 10th? Oh, are you? You're 10? Yeah. Okay. 
It's the glasses. It's the glasses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't have a screw sonic screwdriver, so I've got a regular screwdriver. Who's the tenth doctor? Sorry, tenth is ten. That was ten. Uh, he was ten, my favorite. Ten and ah, that's him. how I remember. I think it. you look more like Matt Smith. And, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, him yeah. and Billy Piper were my favorite. Matt Smith is my favorite. You just need a fez. Yeah, yeah. if you had a fez, fez on. Are cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, I um, used to do his like eleventh hour one, but I've lost that forever. And Doctor Who, nothing's lost forever. No, no, that's just somewhere in the space. It is. Continuum. It is. It's somewhere. The TARDIS produces it. If you want, if you believe in Christmas enough, <laughs> <laughs> like a main point of Doctor Who's storylines. Aren't like- they bringing back David Tennant for the latest one? Well, I couldn't do that. I tried. See, I'm trying. No, doing? it was not that. It was not me. It wasn't me. It was what? someone. It anyway, me. might have been Ethan. Oh, I don't know. Ethan, <laughs> Ethan, you know Doctor Who. Are they bringing back David Tennant's coming back? Yeah, he's back for three specials in like two and a half weeks. Ethan, explain to Megan why I'm so deliriously happy to ask her to hear her ask that question. <laughs> because we used to do a podcast called uh, what was it? Who do you think you are? There we go. Yeah, we did Doctor Who, and um, Ian profoundly said after Jodie Whittaker announced she was leaving, "I think David Tennant's going to come back. It'd be the perfect time for David Tennant to come back as the Doctor." And I went. That's stupid. You're wrong. I said Russell T. Davis is coming back. He's going to call get the band back together. Because uh, uh, views are in the toilet. How do you reset it? You bring Tenant back. It, it's, the, it's the clear thing you favorite. do. I did like Tenant. And then, and now, and then the big reveal, it's Tenant. <laughs> I'm going to be cashing oh, that check no. forever. So is he now the 14th Doctor as well as the 10th? I don't know how that yeah. all works. I don't works. know how it yeah, works he's, in the canon of Doctor Who. But. He's officially the 14th Doctor, and then Shooty oh. Gatwa comes in as well, the he was, 15th. He was already kind of... 10 and 11 and because they counted his his hand version as, a, as one didn't they? yeah 10 so, 11 the the meta crisis and they're also now calling he's 14. The new, they're calling the new season season one are they yeah yeah because it's going on what? disney plus everywhere disney, that's not disney the plus. uk uh, yeah. so it gives you a chance to go look we've created something welcome to the disney era that's uh, confusing. Yeah, that the, confusing. the 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 who they're calling it because they've got their own little disney plus doctor who thing on bbc iplayer with a new doctor who show that came out that was cool it does crack me up that they're like ooh, 60th anniversary like we're ignoring the fact we had a break for like 20 years oh that's, a huge. <laughs> that's weird that they, they they started um the season one with uh uh eccleston when they've been going for them years now they're starting again I once oh a- he was great i liked eccleston uh let's talk about the charts all around the world gotta spread the word i was asked this in the social club earlier yeah we were asked explain said, we've charted we're and when asked, asked where he went oh where have we charted? Like, no, well, because, like the UK. Because Megan went, where have we charted in the UK? I went, I don't know where we've charted oh, in the UK. Like, yeah, yeah, because oh. that's what they would know, the UK. Well, we charted in the UK. We charted yeah. in the yeah. UK, but I, I couldn't tell you whether yeah. it was Reading. No, no, it's a Please. UK chart. The chart is a, is a British-wide <laughs> I mean, chart. I was getting lots of questions because I was dressed in a yeah. funny outfit. But he did ask, he went, he went did, does this ever, ever, do you get any money for this? And we actually went, because today we used uh, a little bit of the Patreon to have it by the props, and by props, I mean the beverage that went with our pictures. <laughs> the beverage. <laughs> And I said, it's, and, and cricket bat. I said, it's paying for the beer and the cricket bat. Yeah. So there we go. Um, yeah. So um, yeah, that was uh, that was that. So we had to sort of justify. I think they were quite surprised. I think anybody who finds out that this little thing we're doing on the sides actually. They were well. surprised at the runtime yeah. of the episode. Oh, are they? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were like four and a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> George, you're unmuting. Do you have something to say? Yeah, I was just going to contribute okay. when it was natural, but you can point me out. It's fine. Um, I was just going to say that when. Just carry on from you said when I did a mini podcast episode for promoting Carrie, the people that I was with then spoke to me about this podcast afterwards, and I went, "Yeah, we've hit like hundred thousand downloads in July." And they went, 
well, uh, yeah, like, we, we do do quite well, actually. Yeah, and you People are fr- often surprised. You said you were talking to a friend of, a mutual friend of, of, of everybody's. Yes. Who, uh, who um, was saying that... Uh, asked how it was going. Asked and how I it was going, said, and when yeah. they found it was 100,000, was really surprised by that. Oh, I always thought someone else would pick up so I could tell Megan who we're talking about. I was like, well, <laughs> we're not very good at this. No. <laughs> yeah. So, 100,000, we're rubbish. At it, <laughs> we just wait for Ian to give us our prearranged time to speak. Why did we just write down the... Georgia Minigo was giving me grief saying, oh, I was going to come in when it was natural. Was and now when I need her to come in when she's natural, that's not can't na- do that it. wasn't natural. Can't that was, I need to stop in the middle of a sentence to tell no, Megan no, something. I can, Jump I, in, I, go. I can throw to, you, you could have just carried on talking about I can, what I, we were saying. Yeah, I can throw to Liam at any point. He's good to give me something. I, I, not, I can't do that. <laughs> I'm going to go back to my pastor. Podcast, so, you know, on, the notes of, on the notes of all around the world, though, Australia was our number one for the month, actually, as it turns That's out. That's amazing. Ooh, I'm yeah. teaching about Australia at the moment. That's so, there we go. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Australia. Uh, we used to have, like, a 3% market share of ours used to be Australia, and it was about 35% last month. So, when you beat the Americans by a good... You know, that's incredible. A good, a good few hundred downloads. I'd say, and it was in three different regions. It was in New South Wales, Ooh. Victoria, and Queensland. Wow! So it wasn't just one person just going nuts and downloading, or a couple of people. It was, it was, it was a. It was, thank it was, you it was so thing, much. So thank you very much. Yeah, so yeah. that's our one of that's our one of our top ten. Anyone want to guess the other top ten spots this month? Um, Ghana. No. Oh, that seems strange that you go Australia one. Okay, I'm going to go with Ghana as my next pick. Sierra Leone, America, no, America two, UK uh, three, Belgium, Canada five, Egypt, France. Not Egypt, not France. Uh, Sweden. Ireland. Uh, uh, Ireland, eight. Denmark? No, no, the Netherlands. No Denmark. Uh, Netherlands, four. Netherlands, Ooh. more than Canada. New Canada. Zealand. Canada? No, no uh, Canada's already been said. It's five. <laughs> um, not New Zealand. I'll give you some... Uh, Germany. Some, Germany, six. Wait. Spain? Uh, no, but there is one more Euro- European nation in here. Finland? Nope. Uh, you're in the right uh, part of the world, Sweden. Though. No, you're in the right part of the world, though. Norway. Uh, no, you're in the right part I of the world, though. I said those ones. <laughs> um, Let's come south a bit. Oh, God, I'm most geography. Let me have that map. No, let's think very sound of music. <laughs> oh, Austria. Oh, Austria. The other side of it. Uh, uh, Switzerland. 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 The country whose flag looks like a hospital marking, yeah. Yes. Uh, then we got two others. One, we got we're number, our number nine is the UAE. Oh. What's that? Hello, Dubai. United Arab Emirates. Oh, okay. Yeah, and yeah. number 10, South Africa. See, I was close. When you said what? I was going to say Africa. Africa's a continent. Af- Africa's the biggest continent. Is it that? Oh, it's close. It's huge. Or is Asia the biggest? I don't know. No. They're uh, both way bigger than we are. Oh, much bigger. Yeah. Well, doesn't Europe, isn't Europe biggest because of Russia? I was going to say Russia is No, Russia biggest. strides to... It kind of... It's both it crosses Asia Europe, and, and Europe. Asia, Europe. Yeah. yeah. So, it's so Jesus, look at the size of Russia. Yeah. Our top five... Liam's getting the geography lesson. Our top five <laughs> American markets were California, Ohio, Texas, Georgia, Woo. and Maryland and Canada. Our top three were Ontario, Alberta, and Newfoundland. Oh, fantastic. Ooh. Ontario and Alberta make sense. They were two most populated provinces, and I'm from Ontario originally. Yeah. Newfoundland. I don't got a reason for that. Thank you very much, folks. That's where Come yeah. From Away is set. You yes, yeah. it is. It is. Love Come the, From Away. The two towers and stuff when the planes had to land. Yes, and uh, if you're looking for a place where you can land your mailbag questions, you can do that over on Twitter. Uh, our mailbag is open over there. You make sure you use the, the hashtag AskBFE for uh, please do some point in November. Like we'll do none. But we got to meet Russell the Postie, didn't we? We did get to meet. Yeah. I do have something about that okay. in a moment. He has one of those faces that look like I knew him from somewhere. But I he does look very like. Hey, I think I've seen you before. Yeah. Kind of. A, do you know, I think I recognize your face, but I've never seen you before. Time to do some reflections. And corrections. There's a mistake, I think 
I feel like this one's on me. This one goes to Liam. Yeah, I felt it was. And to Ian. Oh. And to Ethan. Oh. But more than anybody, Ethan. (laughs) I mean, that's a given. It's Ethan's job to run something we do here called The Age Game. Oh. And last week, Ethan famously tried to tell us that Bill Nye was in the <laughs> 70s when he did Shaun of the Dead, which then forced us all to have to restate what we thought we'd guessed previously. Yeah. And I said, I had 55, Liam was, uh, and Meg's was 53 or 52, 53, I think. I couldn't remember what I so, said. I said 52. And Meg said, I think I said 53. And you went, no, no, no. You definitely said 52. Oh, <laughs> that was you, Liam. Oh, and it turns okay. out Did I actually she say 53? said 53, which would have split the point. Hey. And when you change the math, then it gives Meg's the, the uh, age game oh. win last week. Oh, oh, see, none no. of you believe me when I said I thought I said 53 then. Sorry, I mean, I can't really remember. Yep, that, there we go. So I just thought I'd take care of that. I should have had more points. That's my fault, is number taker. Uh, yep, yeah. yep. Uh, you're not wrong then. Uh, <laughs> acknowledge uh, me. Back to my point where I, I said that. Me, okay. I acknowledge you. Acknowledge me. Yeah, we all usually use that for the age game, but go ahead. I apologize. I don't know what I've got down. I forgive oh. you. Thank you. Oh, by the way, we, we, we asked whether you said it was, we talked about one, two, three. Three, yeah. And I said, I think you just said three and explain that, like, whatever, but. There's a mistake, I think I made. Yeah, I shouldn't correct you, you were right, I was wrong. Oh, okay. There we go. Did he say three he said, instead of three? He said, no, he went, he went free. And I was like, all right. Which is what he was trying to do. He was trying to say how people yes. say it incorrectly. Yeah, yeah, saying it incorrectly. Yeah. Yep. Oh. So there we are. Uh, Andy Dixon said he forgot to put in his review for uh, Shaun of the Dead, and it's that I don't like Ed. He's a prick. Yes, he <laughs> well is a done. prick. Man child. He's not the only man child in that movie. Yeah, I know. He's not. He's the biggest man child of all the man children in that film. Yeah, but he. I have more of an issue with Shaun because Shaun should know better. Ed, I don't think. I look at Ed and going, you, 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 yeah, you're, 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 just, you're just Ed. Sean should know better. Yeah, he should. Sean's been exposed to enough other people. Yes. Who's that exposed to? Mm, sure. Other people yeah. like him? Sean needs to be a better role model. Absolutely. There you go. Then we've got friend of the podcast and our poet laureate, Dwayne Smith. Dwayne Smith. Who says, <laughs> it's well documented that I miss Georgia when she isn't on, but I realized how much Liam is missed when he's not on. Ian and he bounce off each other so well, and he's so funny. Great to have him back. Oh, thank you, Dwayne. But he added Peter Serafinowicz, who played Pete in Space. He did, who played Pete, was in Space for three episodes of Series 2. Incidentally, playing a similar character named Dwayne. Hey. Not named Smith. I was massively into Spaced, so I was happy when this came out, and pretty much this picked up where that left off. Was he the really serious arty guy who was like really in bizarre? Sp- I don't remember space as well. No, I could be completely wrong. I still have all the DVDs because my head teacher let them to me, and then he. I watched it. It was about ten years ago. He left ago, the job space, shortly so. after, so yeah. There was a really serious artist character who was like really into his art and like splatty splatty like um uh what is the splatty splatty artist? Is it Pollock? Have I made that s- up? Jackson no, Pollock. Right. Jackson Pollock, yeah. yeah. Splatty splatty. I love that you're saying anger. really, really serious art and then splatty splatty. Splatty anger art like that. <laughs> I wanna see Megan make some splatty. Megan art. Megan Megan did mention that uh, she wasn't into the shooty shooty games, but more of the uh, <laughs> splatty splatty. What was it, the creepy Heidi Heidi? I, yeah, <laughs> I like hiding, not yeah. shooting. Maybe as a um, best friend uh, an up gift we can do some splatty splatty art and send that out <laughs> I mean, cost, can that, you imagine that would be fun just little ones splatty splatty roll them no, up let's get a whole like let's get a whole room 
It can be in your house. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do some general shout outs. Uh, we want to start with the Tattoo Squid podcast. Uh, we also want Ooh, to thank. Uh, uh, to me. Okay. Uh, no, they've just been. It's been a while. I, okay. I've been around. Uh, Kevin from the podcast that wouldn't die. Thanks a lot. Uh, Hermes in the Scuttlebutt podcast. I went and saw them do some VR. They recorded some VR escape room thing they tried to do. Right. Mm. It was, it, I think I wanted to throw up afterwards because the one guy kept moving around and I was like, I have no idea where I am in the room anymore. Whoa. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we want to thank Ed from the, and everybody over at the Film Effect Podcast who do great work. And then we got a review. Wow. Ooh. Oh, do you like a review? This one, maybe not so much. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. This one's from Lulu449. Oh, Lulu449. Hi, Lulu449. The topic is, they get so it's off topic. yeah lines here entertaining podcast but wow (laughs) it's so hard for them to stay on topic it took them at least 20 minutes to start to actually talk about the movie and they continue to go off on irrelevant tangents yeah 20 minutes is a good day for us that is a very good day for us based on the date i think it has to be sean of a dead they're talking about oh okay (laughs) i mean there's been worse from what i've experienced but then i got a a message on on what used to be called twitter from james e Cornette fan who said three hour podcast felt like a half hour well entertained throughout i'm now going through old episodes and loving the podcast top stuff thank you so to lulu i would say and uh, yeah, we're on everybody's cup of tea. We we, we get that. There's but you do do a timestamp, don't you? Where you can just jump. Yeah, I used to. I've been a while. Just skip the first bit and get to the bit just just, the film just talk. to scrub until you get to the part where we talk <laughs> about whatever. But I'd go look. We're not everybody's cup of tea. If some people don't want to do that lo- that long of a runtime, that's fine. That's totally cool. There's other podcast out there, and we say, hey, go ahead. Um, no hard feelings. But for people who do seem to kind of get enjoyment out of what we're doing. Um, yeah, that's kind of. I think, I think we figured out who we are within the within the landscape. Yeah, and we do keep evolving mm. um, every now and then. We drop things, we add things, we do other things. You know, so yeah, yep. Such as we, we, we do what we feel natural towards us, don't we? Yeah, you know, we don't put on any. We're pretenses. trying to emulate. It's not so much the professional. Here's a film review. Sometimes you get stuff like that. But it's more about here's what it feels like to be around a circle of friends talking about a film who each have their own individual vantage point. That's kind of the whole gimmick behind the thing in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what we do. Another thought process uh, added by Dwayne Smith. Dwayne Smith. Who says, really enjoyed this one. Ian's film school episodes are always my favorite. And I learned so much despite Mm. having seen the film so many times. Some great tangents, too. (laughs) I did start a fifth chair review, but Sunday was manic and never got the opportunity to finish and post it. I would have rated it quite highly. This and Hot Fuzz are difficult for me to separate favorite-wise. Not a huge fan of World's End. Well, Ethan's here for that. So Agreed. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and me. Um, <laughs> let's go on to Hermes. Says, all is right in the world with Ian returning to his usual rigged vendetta against me, <laughs> despite handing out a few sympathy trophies. <laughs> and all I have to say in the most Canadian accent possible is Nickelback is all right. It's <laughs> because you said you hated him, didn't you? I said, well, careful, you don't. I said, if you poke the bear, I will give you 10 wins in a row. <laughs> that will happen. He's poking the bear on purpose. Uh, yep. Gift of the week word was cricket bat. Now, for future episodes, folks, you can go ahead and contribute to that by finding us on Twitter uh, or X. Although it's still Twitter.com to get there, so call us, Beta's But Twitter X. Uh, go ahead and find us, and you'll see there's a thread up where you can post your gift. But this week, uh, we had not that many, because Cricket Bat's a really hard one to do, it turns out, Liam. Uh, we had Josh G., who did a Google logo with a bug. Uh, Dwayne Smith. Dwayne Smith. Who complained about not being able to find one, and then posted Bluey playing cricket. I love Bluey. Um, 
I'm going to go uh, honorable mention to Dirk. Ooh. Uh, his friends call him Diggler. He had a thing of Colonel Sanders playing air guitar with a cricket bat. I think I only liked giving the honorable mention because he's got hashtags of hashtag man girl. <laughs> That's hey, funny. Hashtag, man girl. hashtag country house. <laughs> hashtag winner and hashtag team Pete. That's funny. Yes, team man Pete. Girl. I was so totally team Pete. But the win is going to Hermes Auslander. <laughs> oh. It was too perfect of a gif. It was it was the three cricket what is it called? Is it called wickets? Yep. Yeah. And yep. there was a ball bouncing up on a cricket bat and said, try not or do not scratch your balls. <laughs> <laughs> Which is right out of oh, what we uh, talked about, Ed Shaun of the Dead. Ed scratches oh, balls. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how could this not be the win? Okay. That's cool. So I think, here's my thought process. Originally, I think Hermes was trying to win. And then I think, and he's protesting and he didn't win. Then I think he started to intentionally submit bad ones so he could keep up his complaining game. Right. I now think he's trying to win. And then he can claim that he can protest when he wins that he's not trying to win. <laughs> I think he's playing 3D chess when everybody else is playing checkers. Yeah. Yeah, he's two steps ahead of everybody else. He always is. So there we go. Why not give us a review, Apple or Spotify? I hear five stars is a nice number. Five is the magic number. Checking in with the morning report. Better. Can we talk about this for two minutes? Of course we can. Uh, you guys all did a bunch of shows, didn't you? We did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, thank you for... That was our... Well, I thought they'd go Carrie first, I thought. Sorry? I thought they'd go Carrie first. What, talk about Carrie first? Yeah. I want to talk about Carrie first. I went and saw Carrie. Uh, I went and saw it on a performance night. Mm-hmm. I went to see it on a tech night. Uh, you two were both very, very good. Fine. You also sang yeah. very well together. Yes. Uh, I thought you were better singing together than you may have been in other duets. Mm-hmm. For oh. what that's worth, maybe it's okay. a, well, maybe, that's, that's on me because you, only, <laughs> you well, didn't sing I, with anyone else. I, maybe it's because you guys were sitting together sang before and stuff. And I, I, had some challenges. I had a mosquito landed on my face <laughs> while I was singing on the which night was it? I think that was the last night. The last night, yeah. Like a mosquito came and landed on my face it while really I was did. singing, and I was like, I need to carry on singing, and there's a mosquito on my face. It was buzzing round in the scene before, <laughs> and I was like, I really wanted to like clap it and kill it, but I couldn't. <laughs> and then it landed on Megan's face, it and I had to. Face. Did you give her a good slap? No, <laughs> no, I had to get on the because I was, I was in the moment. I was like, "Oh, Carrie, it's gonna be okay." <laughs> in my song, obviously, I'm not singing the actual song. But I was singing a song so about did it bite you, or did you her. manage to get rid of it? Well, no, it, it kind of landed on me and then flew off again. But it oh, was okay. still a bit of a like, and I kind of jumped. And yeah. I was like, "Oh." Oh, yeah. <laughs> something on my face. I'm trying to sing a song. Go away. We didn't have much luck with that song, did we? No, there was also one night. But like, I can't fault the the band at all because they were amazing. But something went wrong with the technology, and um, my song was in the wrong key. The keyboard transposed itself because it's like 12 years old. Oh, really? We've done 70 shows, yeah. and our MD is like, "This is its last show. I'm getting a new one after this show." And then on the Thursday night opening night, it literally glitched as he changed the like voice on it and put through us like a semitone out and we and Megs were just like we're gonna sing what we know it is no, yeah, I just we carried did, on we, yeah, I, didn't pick I carried up on, that. on doing it it wasn't the night you no, were there no it wasn't oh, okay. the night you were there I just carried on it's a lovely song though look up um, Unsuspecting Hearts from Carrie it's yeah, a very it's Disney type song yeah. I would say yeah that's what you say about Carrie just Disney 
Ask. There's, there's two Disney moments in it. There's a moment in my first song that's yeah. very Disney-esque and like, oh, I wonder what can happen. And then there's the mo- and moment song. we get as well. It's very well I'm like inspiring you to like get out of your comfort zone and go for it and go to the prom, Carrie. It's great. That's a good idea. Everyone should go to the prom and that's when all the bad stuff happens. And actually, it's probably my fault that all the bad stuff happened because I chuck Sue out after she's like, Miss Gardner, something bad's going to happen. It I'm like, get out, me. Sue. It always bothered me in the movie as well. I'm like, get out, Sue. And if I'd listened to yeah, Sue, but it's supposed to. I could have uh, oh. maybe stopped the whole thing. Well, she has that thing. bit, doesn't she? goes, if only, if because only we know. listened. Yeah, because we know. It's, it's the whole thing. We talked about it last week. It yeah, but tension. if a child from your school came to you and go, look, I need no, to... God, movies aren't real. Oh, that just annoys me. Movies aren't real. They're not. <laughs> well, that's why I like the way they do... The, the way they tell the story of Carrie in the musical, because it's it's unique to the musical. They tell it from the back back to front with Sue doing like an interrogation the whole way through after the yeah, event. Yeah, that is so interesting. You get the, yeah, it's an interesting show. Because I don't trust... Although I don't know why I don't trust Sue, because she's the only one that actually apologised to you sincerely. Yeah. Like, everyone else is like, sorry. <laughs> and then Chris is like, you know, whatever she... Yeah, but you don't, you don't have shit. access yeah. to their... That's it, you're not going to the prom. Yeah, you are. yeah, well, Chris is out of prom. No, because Sue- the beauty we said of the movie is that we, we are waiting for it to fall bad on Carrie the whole way through. We're waiting for them to pull the rug out. So I think it puts us and the teacher in very much the same lens. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I think I think my character was just trying to protect Carrie because she was thinking Sue was up the same because <coughs> Tommy was yeah. there. And I think she had good intentions, but obviously it kind of... Yeah, it didn't work out. So we went there. I met we we all met Russell the Posty. Yeah, it was really cool. Georgia was covered in sticky stuff. I was. Yeah, yeah. the the blood we used for Carrie was golden syrup, chocolate sauce, and Thank you. Love red you. food coloring. Um, and so the drop happens about twenty minutes before the end of the show. Mm. Um, and we realised on the last dress tech run, obviously we were using the blood by that point. That if I was looking down, the blood kind of fell on my head and in my crown and didn't fall down my face and we realised the solution to that is Georgia has to look up the best, the best <laughs> one was the second night when it splat it like completely splat on the floor <laughs> no but that really got me in the moment because I could actually see it splat because otherwise I didn't see it because yeah. to the side but because I saw it splattering on the floor, it was looser. I got really yeah. emotional. Like I was really getting a into it. A lot of people it said that was the bad. Well, I was a bad one. The blood, yeah. Friday night was slightly looser, so it had more water in it. And when it hit my head, it hit my head. Then it hit my boobs, and then it bounced onto the floor. So it did this like triple like waterfall thing. It was. Um, I was nearly crying. I was trying to do CPR <laughs> on the student. I was like, I was so getting into it. I was like nearly in tears. I was like, Come on, somebody help us! Call it knocked my crown off as well that uh, night. It completely like knocked the tiara all the way off, yeah. which we had hadn't done um but yeah we just realized i had to look up which meant i did all of the destruction which is the like the song that i do at the end there with it in my eyes and in my mouth so i was singing with like chocolate sauce in my mouth and stingy stingy eyes but it was nice. lots of fun you did a very good job it was good you're both you're both excellent at what you do so well done thank you thank you uh and then i went and saw chitty chitty bang bang with my uh crappy crappy foot foot <laughs> i hobbled in uh the director friend of ours hello kev uh listener, occasional listener of the pod so yeah, yeah. uh was um was that was the and it, it was the it's the best piece of amateur ki- if you do chitty, chitty bang bang it's one of those things where if you do little shop of horrors it's about how does the how does the plant look oh that's still on my list i still it's I, my know, list yeah, I know i know yeah. don't just done it she doesn't need it anymore we need to do it let's, <laughs> let's, do let's it. do it let's go done. Yeah, there we go um, and then, but if you, in the same vein, if you do Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, it's about the car. And uh, the car was fantastic. I have to say, even the cast didn't see the car until the Sunday before. 
And I said, I kept going up to Kevin periodically going, Kevin, this car, right? It's got to be good. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, trust me, dude. I was like, look, you, you don't understand. It's called Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> and he was like, trust me, it's fine. I was like, uh, I don't think he quite gets it. And then I saw the car yeah. and I went, oh my God. And I said to him, I'm so sorry I doubted you. Now the problem is now that now they got to flog this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They made the car fly. Yeah. Well, well, they made the car raise off the ground. Raise off the ground. <laughs> yeah, well, they're not going to fly across the audience, is it? Well, really? no, no, but I'm just making sure if anybody out there to go. If anyone out there is doing a future yes. production of Chitty yeah, Bang Bang would like if, the car, please get in touch. Because they didn't, they didn't pass on production. Oh, oh, we're flying. No, it wasn't like that. Amateur production yeah, was going to, no. you know, do that. Just oh. have a car on stage would have been yeah, amazing. I hear, I hear you. Yeah. But to get it to move. Yeah. And to make it all with all of hydraulics, yeah. hydraulics move and everything. If was, anyone's doing Aladdin and would like a flying carpet hydraulic thing, please get in touch. Or if you're doing Greece and you want the car to fly off yes. into the distance, or Greece, anyone out there? That is yeah. it. I was talking to Kev a little bit about it last night, so I saw I met up with Kev last night. So oh, cool. Um, there we are. Um, it's it really it, I enjoyed doing the show. It was nice to it was nice to actually be in the ensemble rather than a named part because when I do named parts yeah I, I never have that experience I get <laughs> what <laughs> what where am I oh I really appreciated being in the ensemble really not a prayer really no, no uh, do you know what? I, I only I do named parts but no but do you know what <laughs> I can't enjoy being part of a team <laughs> <laughs> I want to do a <laughs> talk like you <laughs> <laughs> You're saying, you're saying how great it was to be part of a team? It, because it was good. Because I didn't, a, I didn't have to learn any lines. It was just dancing and singing. And, uh, and the best bit about it was... Oh! All right, so you talk about jokes that can hurt someone or <laughs> killing someone with a joke. It almost just happened. I, uh, it did, yeah. Megs leaned back and uh, knocked something off the top of the cabinet. They hit me on the head. I'll tell you what. I'm a fine fine. She had some bottle. Oh, <laughs> See, this is a mistake. It's not alcoholic gin, too. If you're going to get hit by a bottle. Yeah, 0% gin hit me on the head. Yeah, jeez. Potentially. I've never Something seen 0% gin before. Neither had I, and I bought one going, oh, I don't mind gin. I'll have some in the house, right? Because people like Here gin. Is. This is what landed nearby me. Alcohol-free, Gordon, 0.0%. Yeah, so I bought it and then got to the car and went, I'm just too embarrassed to take this back. I'll just fine. I spent 13 quid on it. <laughs> But also, you didn't get the normal one. You got the 0.0 pink edition. Well, pink gin. People like pink gin. Oh, I like pink gin, yeah. yeah. Pink gin's great. Yeah. So I thought it's, 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 it's mix-friendly, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it was just, it was total impulse buy. <laughs> I'd go there looking for gin. So yeah, so that's that. I think we should partake of this 0.0% gin. I'm I think you're there. right. Yeah. There you go. You can look after it. So there we are. Um, yeah, Chitty was, was a good... And I like being in the ensemble because A... <laughs> Megan just had a bit of a chitty, chitty, bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if the We Love You uh, comes as part of that, but, know. you know... <laughs> how, how hard did you get hit? I don't think it was, I don't think the bottle actually got me because I think I would have properly the, felt that. No, I think it was the picture frame and the ball ball. If that hit you, that would have been Yeah, tough. I think it was the ball ball and the picture frame. It made a hell of a noise. The it picture did. frame luckily kind of bounced. I'm sure you guys heard it because whatever, whatever you guys heard. <laughs> yeah. I felt the earth move under my feet. Never. I don't feel concussed. I'm fine. Never. It's all I, good. Do you, do you ever truly feel concussed? Isn't that the whole um, gimmick? I don't know, but if I start seeing double, I'll let or you if know. you throw up all over the road when those yeah, something's up, yeah, like the exercise. I remember the worst <laughs> badly concussed I was was when I'd been to the gym. I'd passed out on the spin bike, headbutted the handlebars, 
completely out. Next thing I remember is this guy with my leg up in the air massaging my leg. I don't know whether I was trying to get blood back to my Yeah, maybe. Where's my massage? Or maybe he was just taking... <laughs> <laughs> no, I no, 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 no. Is that not good enough? <laughs> it was that bad. They called an ambulance. Wow. Right, and I'm sitting there, and I, I, I am seeing double. I, I'm, I've got a bad head. I'm seeing double, and the, the lady, ambulance lady, she was so lovely. She went, "How many fingers am I holding up?" And she held up four fingers, and I could see eight. And I was going half it, half it, half it, four, <laughs> and, and the concentration to half everything. Yeah. And I go, I just, I just got to go home, and, and you know, I'll rest. She's like, are you sure you're fine? I was like, yeah, 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 I'm good, I'm good. I was not good. It took me, what normally takes 10 minutes to drive home, it took me 45 minutes. You should not you should have driven home. No, no, I then got home, right? I then got home. I then went to bed for about four hours. <laughs> I was just like, oh, my God, I felt so bad. Speaking of having things, how was Chitty Bang? Chitty Bang Bang was good. I really enjoyed it, A, because, um, sorry? Not okay, that's okay. I said chitty bang and you added the extra bang on the end. Oh, chitty chitty bang bang. Yeah, I was having it. Oh. That's, that's okay. I mean, yo, that took God. me a second. Yeah, that took me a second too. It's okay. Keep yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. Um, unlike yourself, I enjoyed doing the ensemble only because um, I've got so much going on in my life right now that to commit to a part um, would have been too much to take on, I think. So by doing the ensemble, I'm keeping my foot in. Because I feel like sometimes when you stay away from the stage too long, the old stage fright kicks in. You know, am I any good? Can I do it? Can I still do it? You know, do you know what I mean? So just to keep my toe in, it was really good. For the record, I have no doubts I could go up there and still steal the show. Well, I know, but that's just... just <laughs> cool, you're just waiting for the opportune moment. I am. I am. Mm-hmm. You're like a surfer waiting for their wave. I want... Yeah, I, I, you know what? It's not bad. It's not a bad show. I'm, I'm Bodie. I'm waiting for that 50-year storm. Yep. Yeah. Look up the drowsy chaperone. What is... But can I just say to you, there's Cliffs either side. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't coming back. I ain't paddling New Zealand, man. <laughs> uh, no, I'm waiting for that for that, for that good one. I'm not, I'm not so desperate to go up and do anything. There was a stage in my life where I, where I was. I was that guy. I was like, what's the next show? What are we doing? That's uh-huh. how I ended up in Forbidden Planet. <laughs> yeah. Things like that. Do you know what? I do have There's fond memories of that. There's a that charm was, to it. Yeah, I that was all right. I hate that show. I didn't know what the hell I was saying. Yeah, we know. <laughs> we very famously did a post-show video. Um, <laughs> and every time Liam made a mistake, we we had a drink. And at first, I think Liam thought it was charming or something. But the time we got about an hour in, and we're like, the problem is now we're getting like belligerent. We're like, hey! <laughs> every time you made a mistake, we were celebrating you. <laughs> And you were like, you were across the room. You get so bad. Uh, <laughs> what did I you? Think we, we need to watch that again. That's when we came back to my place and I necked a bottle of whiskey. Yeah, afterwards. I remember that. Jeez. That was funny. Well, that was a rough. That was that a rough was next rough. day. Yeah, because yeah. we went to London the next day. What was I thinking? It <laughs> yeah, was funny. Did. Yeah. He's oh. very apologetic next morning. I was. Yeah. <laughs> Where are we going? We want to see a show. We want to see a show. Um. All right. Uh, let's do. Another mistake we made last week. I called oh. last week week nine. This is week nine this week. So, oh, for the football. football. That's, oh, that's oh. a football song. See, yes. every week, like before everything happens, and I'm not sure when it happens, but I'm always really high in the percentages to win, and mm-hmm. then sometimes I don't win. Yeah, that's because the games matter. 
Yeah. Because what actually happens versus what's predicted. But I don't know what happens to cause my percentage to drop. Like, they it play a game. It. Oh, you want me to explain this to you? So the players you pick, they play <laughs> they games during play the week. Things, but they, they should do as well as they're predicted to do. See, I'm on the opposite. I keep getting predicted low and my players keep overperforming. Oh. So I'm always quite confident. I'm like... I'm, I'm going to win this. That's going to be the difference between someone who who doesn't hasn't played before and is going by the numbers, yeah. and someone who has going. And then no, I no, think I think they're better for this. Yeah. And then then it's like, oh, you lost. And I was like, oh, okay. So the BFE went one and four last week. I'm rubbish at this. I'll game. tell you what, I wasn't the four. <laughs> <laughs> Stu beat Ethan by a half dozen points. Same margin of victory for Dirk over Liam. Georgia has started off five and zero oh, and is now five and three. Yeah, and I'm pretty certain that my um, my blip has started because someone reminded Ethan that he needed <laughs> that, to that, set that completely someone. completely changed the universe. And that it? has changed the universe's <laughs> okay. balance because now I'm on a losing streak. Yeah, I don't think we can blame Welcome that for... The club. I don't think we can blame that for Ensity and Davies beating you by two dozen points. Uh, no, but that's not the point. <laughs> but if you're like, two dozen points, is that the worst of the week? Nope. Double that. Kev from the podcast that wouldn't die beat Megan by about 50 points. Wow. But I was predicted to win for like all the week until... Well, this week. Yeah. Until they, until they played the game. Until they actually week. played the, the... Well, I don't know, Liam. You're probably going to beat me with the way my luck's going. And, so, and then... And then it was up to one person to bring respectability back oh, to the podcast. So, I beat Andy Dixon. Andy, you said it in the chat, but I'm going to say it again. Me. That's right, acknowledge me. I am still head of the table. I am still the travel chief of this podcast. Just remember, I did <laughs> you know what was going yeah, on. I was <laughs> I'm like Georgia. I was 0-1, and that was my blip. <laughs> and I've won no, ever since. I've won it ever since. I'm, uh, I just needed that. My, my players went, oh, oh, we've started playing, have we? And we went, yeah, last week. And then, so I got my, my, my players together I'm into a room. I got, I, got, I got a group chat going with, with, with all, my, all my players. And I went, can I just show you a picture of the person I have lost to because of your lack of effort last week? <laughs> For the record, Liam, you would have beaten 10 teams last week. Would I? I went and looked up your points versus everybody else. So you're not rubbish. You just had an unlucky day. Oh, okay. You would have beat oh. 10 of the 16 teams last week. Unlucky oh, okay. day. Unlucky day. I'm trying um, to get a bit more canny with how I pick players now. I'm trying to drop and trade and do yeah, bye weeks things. keep getting me. I keep getting like loads of players in the same bye week. And uh, I have to keep moving people why, out and dropping people to get new people I in. drop? What's his name? Hinkle, Hinkle, Hinkle. Heineke? Heineke. I why? told you. Yeah. I messaged you and said, well, what have you done? Yeah, but that's three or four weeks I had him and he had nothing. Yep. I didn't know, did Bad timing. Dude. Um, Georgia plays Nate this week, five versus six. Dwayne Smith. Dwayne Smith. Will play Ethan, two versus second best versus second worst. I have no hope. Liam will play Megan, as has been already stated. We got some BFE on BFE crime going on. Team kicker. You're yeah. kicking my butt. Well, I used to have about 7 million kickers in my team because yep. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> and then game of the... Well, Liam had two just last week. Uh, game of the week is uh, Ian versus Stu, one versus three. And next week, Ian versus Dwayne Smith, Ooh. one versus two. Do you know who plays who next week? Uh, yeah, you can see. You can go ahead oh, and see who plays. Can right? you? Yeah. Yep. I don't know how to do that. I haven't figured that out yet. No, I haven't oh, Le- that. You know, it's okay. Liam's been playing for four seasons. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still rubbish. All right, let's do this. Why are we doing this today? Uh, BFF at the BFE, Julene will be joining us in probably just a little bit over an hour. Uh, let's go ahead and take a look at where we are. So I'll pitch to uh, Felix here, who's recorded the following. 
This movie follows Ember and Wade in a city where fire, water, earth, and air residents all live together. You all made fun of my zombies last week. <laughs> Who was being mean to Phoenix? Wow. That wow. is, yeah. You guys laughed. I, I like that zombie. He, he was a good zombie. He made, he, made, he made a zombie noise last week at the end of his pitch. <laughs> it was, um, it was brilliant. Yeah. Zombie noise in quotations. I have only just realized Amber and Wade. Ember. 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 Oh, Ember. All of, most of the names in this. They're all puns. Yeah, they're all yeah. puns. Yeah. yeah, like Wade in the water. Yeah. And the, like a fiery uh, Ember. His last, yeah. name, his was, his last Ripple. name was Ripple. Her yeah. dad's name was Bernie. Bur- yeah, Bernie. Well, no, well, they when they came, they, they were given they didn't names, understand yeah, yeah. them, did they? So they got given, like, easy names. So this was directed by Peter Sohn, and there's very little credits for this lot, actually, uh, who was the writer of a story and the director of The Good Dinosaur, co-written by Kat Lickle and John Hoberg, who's done a lot of television, cinematography by David Bianchi and Jean-Claude Kalash, did nothing of note music by thomas newman who has done the lost boys fry green tomatoes oh, shawshank oh, american oh, beauty the green mile finding oh, nemo wally skyfall and saving mr banks wow that's quite a uh, right. missed to disney in the last few and years i could then. not have yeah he's obviously made, made a, a pivot towards yeah. pixar specifically have yeah. it <laughs> the music in nemo is gorgeous yeah, let's talk about, it sounds familiar to Nemo in this. let's talk about the first time i saw this for me it was uh yesterday I saw it about a month ago just because I'd recently renewed my Disney Plus uh, for something else. I can't remember what it was. And it was just on. I was like, oh, this is a new film. And I just watched it. And I was like, oh. And then you said we're doing it again. And I kind of half watched it this morning as well to recap myself. Yes, you need to watch it in order to to, to, to recap and sit and talk about it. There you go. I did that. Yeah, don't do what I did. Uh, what did you do? Half watched it and Liam, tried, Liam tried to fake his way through some notes and then oh. try and make it up as you go along. Well, no, I had watched it like literally a month ago. <laughs> he sent us a so random I... word that had nothing to do with the movie we watched. <laughs> okay. okay, just put it in perspective. I was very ill. I weren't feeling well. And but had you watched it recently though? No, no, no. Okay, I, I no. think I get off. I've watched most of it this morning. To be fair. You are so accident prone at the moment. I don't Megan, just, just sit myself. still. Just sit still. <laughs> you make them so you, jerk you, 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 you put her in wait, Harley Quinn costume. I'm a hand actor. It's yeah, yeah, true. We are two of the great hand actors. Um, Liam, uh, first time you saw this? Yeah, uh, yesterday. Yeah? Yeah. Did you? <laughs> I made one mistake. Well, he did pick up on the whole on the whole Ember Wade thing, so I'm thinking. Well, I, I did just read it, so you never know. No, I, I did pick up on that one. Georgia, uh, yesterday, yesterday, Ethan, today is going to be the day that they're going to throw it back to you. <laughs> just remember that. Uh, where are we at here? Uh, so let's that's do an oasis uh, water. Yeah. Oh, that's Isn't clever. It? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't have any context because I tend to skip the context when we do uh, BFF the BFE episodes. So yep. uh, let's just <laughs> dive into in the deep dive. <laughs> um, Walt Disney Studio identification. I was got me thinking about those studio ideas that come up for Disney. Do people have a favorite one of those? This one's up there. This one was gorgeous. It's the Disney 100 one and it is beautiful. I've done a stunning job. Hang on, that. is this the one where they all um, start off cartoony and then come more um, realistic? That's usually like the castle. It yeah, is, the, castle, the castle. Yeah, but yeah. 
I normally just like the normal old castle where they. I like it when one. it was strips of white and it would just sort of like do like a little flash of light yeah, over it. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. Like, yeah. Where this one was kind of. I like the very old one back from the old days. Yeah. I like like like, like the old VHS ones. cassette ones. Yeah, you punch yeah, it. Just literally, it was simple. It just it was like it was like plain plain bars. It was nice. Yeah, three like plain strips. Where this one was really. As far as the CGI it ones go, this one's really nice. Yeah. CGI, yeah. yeah. Just a thought. Um, just one. When are we doing a BFE trip to Disneyland? <gasps> just throwing it out there. When we get to like a thousand patrons. Then we'll do a whole week of stuff. <laughs> on Disneyland. We could review all the best Disney things. I'm really good in Disneyland Paris. I know my way around. The last time I went was in Japan. That was interesting. I'd like to I went to Tokyo Japan. Disney. <laughs> you know, you know, um, Lulu. <laughs> We're going off on this tangent. <laughs> Sorry, Lulu. <laughs> They're linked. It's Disney. It's fine. <laughs> that boat is on fire. There's a pair of people on a boat, and they look cold as they approach a city that appears out of the mist. We then see water people emerging out of a submarine, as well as air people from an airship, and they're going towards immigration. This feels very New York City, late 19th, early 20th century immigration. I mean, that's, mm. that feels what they're trying to do, the whole immigration. Oh, without question. Yeah. But I think specifically New York. And there's a bit of immigration, a bit of, a, a bit of segregation as well. Yeah, you on. go into sort of self-created enclaves. Although... Because if you move to a new country, the, the notion of, isn't it a little bit easier if you surround yourself by people who share a similar history, a similar culture? Yes, but also, the way these people are designed, like the fire people could technically kill the water people, and the water people can technically kill the fire people, and the fire people could technically kill the wood people. Yep. So, like, they're actually a proper danger to each other, which, like, I think for it, me, that's I think a little helps, bit of an issue. I think it helps excuse... I think it helps excuse the obvious prejudice in this movie. Mm, yes, I suppose. But it, it's, I don't know, does it do the opposite in a way? Does it highlight the fact but that... But also the, the fact that the city is obviously not designed for fire people, where there are adaptions water, in place for um, earth and air. But it was, it was obviously built with water in mind, but they've adapted for earth and air, but they haven't, they've actively not adapted for fire. For the fire... Well, they've got umbrellas and little bits like that, haven't they? But, but the people have yeah. to have the um, the fire they've people have to have, have the umbrellas. It's not. It's, been... really, it's a really tricky thing because yeah, unless they think about that, the, the the safety aspect of it. It's definitely a big topic to try and talk about in a film like this because um, it's actually presenting the people as a danger as opposed to like in real life. Obviously, it's just like, oh, it's a very it's a very real danger. Yeah, a like, danger in real life. Like like when we get there later, when when if Ember tripped at uh, Wade's place. Mm. Ember oh, dies. Should, should be gone, yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, all water, isn't yeah. it? So. It's like Zootopia. They try and do an analogy, but it's also going, but, but rabbits and lions should probably shouldn't be in the same ecosystem if they want to live. And then, th- and then everyone right, has but, a different but, conversation. But this still requires the lion yeah. to want to do the rabbit harm. Yeah. As opposed to elements where it's just literally I mean, it you could, could fall and die it? because yeah. of what I need to. Well, the thing I need to help me survive is the thing that very much takes yours away. Mm. And that even shows you in the film they take half their face away and stuff, don't they? Yeah. So um, we go to immigration and the, the guy who's running the immigration office can't make out their names. They are assigned the names Bernie and Cinder. And as they're walking through, uh, we see these posters that celebrate the first wave of immigrants, the second wave of immigrants, and so on and so forth. 
Um, Actually, talking about immigration, I think I'm I'm right in thinking when I went to San Francisco, there's an island called Angel Island that was called Immigration Island um, before that, and a lot of people would come over from Shanghai and places, and would stay on this little island. You can see San Francisco from this island, and there was like doorways where you'd go one way or the other and you'd either get shipped back or you wouldn't. And sometimes people even stayed there for like three years on this little island, finding out whether they can get in to San Francisco. And you could be there all that time and then be shipped back. So that's quite a a terrifying thing to go through. So, you know, with um, Ember and what's his name? Wade. Wade. No, the father. Given their signed names, weren't they? Bernie and Cinder. Bernie and Cinder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's quite a, a, a thing to go into a different... Well, yeah, I think I, I brought it up because New York's had a very similar thing on the on the East Coast. It's basically the same infrastructure. Oh, okay. About. So it just depends where you're coming from. And George and I got into a debate over text or something about where is this from? And I was determined to go, I think this is the Jewish experience. Oh, okay. Eastern it's European. It's the Korean experience. Yeah, I, I read it okay. more as the Korean I, experience, but I, I don't know. Okay, I, 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 I'm going to recap the story we were having. And then you're okay. free to bring in your own thoughts and discussions. Yeah. But this is where... Okay. So, okay. So, I was saying, I think it's... Because, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think it speaks of a Jewish experience because of the blatant, overt, no-fire racism. And there's very few um, ethnicities, I think, where racism has been that overt in a post, in, in an immigration and not a slavery landscape. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm thinking, who are the ones who have been specifically not you? Everybody else is okay. Not you. So Georgia was coming back at me with. Um, it was reminding me very much of Miss Marvel and the Indian-Pakistani um, immigration with the fire people. And I famously went, you're wrong. <laughs> you're you're wrong, wrong, it's this. And then as I continued to watch it, I went, the music sounded really Indian around here in a couple of places. So I was like, oh, now, Ethan, please feel free to join, to jump in here. Well, the director, Kevin Son, said the film was inspired by his childhood and his parents who immigrated to New York from South Korea. Right. And so I guess what I would yeah. say here is just because it's inspired by something doesn't mean that every beat, beat for beat is that experience. And that he hasn't borrowed from other no. immigrant stories as part of that's, that. That's, yeah. that's what I read into it. And it kind of reminded me of... Um, Obviously, slightly different, but the uh, sitcom. What's the sitcom? Oh, Kim's Convenience. Canada's the, own Kim's yeah. Convenience. Yeah, with the store because they have the, the store. store and stuff like that. And I love that show. And that was yeah, that's what it reminded me of anyway. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I, I read into that about the sort of the Korean sort of link with the fire people. I don't know. Maybe there is this really abject anti-Korean story that I'm just not a, familiar with because of where I've grown up in the situation. Everything I've seen has been. Um, other nationalities having that explicit, harsh racism mm. against them. No, I, I get what you mean. Um, and I said the problem with this, though, is that the fire people were kind of highlighted as the most dangerous because they could harm. Yeah, it's, it's not all immigrants are bad. It's this specific group. In their universe, they could harm. Well, I don't know about the cloud people, but they could harm the wood and the. Yeah, we the saw damage people. being done to them, yeah. I don't know about the clouds, but yeah, so that was. Yeah, it was. I don't know. There's, it was a bit problematic for me because. Like in real life, everyone doesn't actually harm anyone. It's just how this was portrayed. But so the, we we follow Bernie and Cinder as they try and find a place to live, and no one will rent to them because they're fire people. 
until finally they find this abandoned place and decide to make it their home. And Hell of an then, abandoned place, isn't it? Yeah, as far as place. <laughs> that's pretty lucky. Like five floors. It did say for sale on it, so I do wonder if they, uh, but okay. they just walk into it. Just walk into it. They probably and, bought and it. And then they found this, uh, you know, the, 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 very soon after they have a baby. And I've heard that fire spreads, so that makes sense. <laughs> and then the, oh. father's, <laughs> and when the father says... <laughs> welcome my ember to your new life and we have a title card and they try to build some lore there's a blue flame that holds all the traditions of the area and gives them the strength to burn bright dad says to ember and one thing i'd say right off the start is the animation in this film is beautiful it is yeah, absolutely beautiful. Nice. although i think i said um message you quite early on you can tell that they've worked with water before because the water... You thought the water was better was, than the... The water's better than the fire, hands down. The water oh, is absolutely I didn't mind stunning. the fire. I didn't mind it, no, but, but it's real- not as... realistic looking. It's not as realistic looking, and it's not as... Like, the the water looks... Like, it looks clean. It looks like it's been sharpened. It looks really, really neat. And you drop okay. Pocahontas as a starting point for that. Moana. Um, was it Moana? Sorry, my bad. Yeah, so they used, they literally built a new engine. Well, they built a new one when they did Oh, that Nemo. makes sense, computer, yeah. I suppose they um, probably have and they used built water a, new, a lot more, though. Literally a, a new engine for Moana. The water yeah. is completely brand new in that. So e- they've obviously used, I assume, that in this as well. Ethan, if I'm not misremembering, you used to have quite a co- few comments about the animation style back in our talk in the Mickey days. Any thoughts on this? I, I think it's really gorgeous. The lighting especially. I, I have a little uh, OLED TV uh that does you know all the fancy lighting and everything and it is the lighting at least on on the fire oh it's gorgeous it is it's so it it's it's incredible does it glow the whole it thing glows. is is absolutely beautiful <laughs> i like I think the, the, the bits where all the light shines through the water and you know all those special bits later on where it's all like rainbowy while we're just on it the water in the when it comes through the dam that through and through the glass that looks real Okay. Yeah. Like that. That could easily be real. Like that's how good the water is now. They open up a shop of uh, items of fire people products uh, that they would want to get, and this is very similar to what happens in cultures. I mean, heck, uh, just down the road from your shop, Liam, yeah. there's 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 a European Eastern European shop. Eastern Euro- Euro- European grocery shop. Yep. And that would make sense. I mean, back home, every city would have a Chinese or an Asian grocery, like like a big one, mm-hmm. where you could get products that we'd all kind of turn our nose up on and go, oh, it's kind of gross, because well, it was products that they were familiar with in their cooking that yeah, we weren't yeah, in ours. Yeah. And that's how communities continue. It's how they stay alive. It's how they, it's how they keep, in a foreign land, it's how they keep traditions alive, is by creating enclaves, little, little mini groups of community. Well, how excited would you get if you went to, or you wouldn't now, but you could a few years back, you know, go to China and places and you could go into a Tesco's. I mean, they pulled out of the market now. Well, back in- but but how, how, I mean, I got excited when I found Tetley tea bags in Blumen Walmart. Back in Canada, we, 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 we had a British uh, specialty shop and you could go get British stuff you couldn't get anywhere else. But I'll tell you what, I was on holiday. I mentioned this uh, when we did Life is Beautiful. Ethan and I were doing that. I was on holiday in Krakow once, and we were stumbling around, and uh, we happened to find a Canadian poutinery in the middle of Krakow. And I'm that's, like, that's amazing. And I'm oh, like, what? Poutine. So we went there twice over the course of our, we're like, what are the odds of a Canadian-themed restaurant? Because I'm looking to go to Krakow soon. It's, it's, it's Christmas, holidays. Uh, the, the locals will call it Krakow. 
Oh, okay. Which is why I've been doing it. It's spelled Krakow, yeah. but, Krakow. The, but the W in Polish is, is, mm. is, is a V sound. I want to go to Auschwitz and the factory and the go salt in the, mines. Go in the salt mines any time of day. Go to yeah. Auschwitz in the morning. Okay. It's a whole day, I've heard. No, no, half day. Oh, half day. Half day. Go to Auschwitz and then get lunch right afterwards. Okay. And just, it'll, you, you need to wash that kind of, mm-hmm. it's heavy. It's a heavy feeling. Heavy day. And you want to have that as your as your morning. You don't want to have that as the last day. Yeah. Um, no, but really, really recommend it. Oh, food, mm. food's great. Yeah, we'll talk if you book. We'll, we'll talk. I got all sorts of tips. Um, and some great bars. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had hey. a great time. I had a great time there. Yeah, yeah. One of the funniest things I heard on the news many years ago was when it said the Pope has came to crack off. Yeah. <laughs> that just made me laugh. Um, and so... You know, and in doing this, though, you keep things alive and the authenticity and all that stuff seems to be so important. I love the sign that said no checks. Yeah. Why? Because they'd burn up, wouldn't they? Oh, of course. Because it's paper. It also said no burn checks in the... Did it? Yeah. The fire people clearly don't like the water people. So, and dad's like, oh, he is... It's like this, like... So we're not just victims. They're also equal participants in, in, in this sort of multi-layered racism. Yeah. It, was, it was really interesting because he would refer to them as water, not water people. And Ember had to remind him that he wasn't just uh, water. De- it sounds weird to say this, dehumanizing them, even yeah, though none of them are not, humans. But, but, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. There's a great shirt that said, kiss me, I'm fireish. <laughs> I love the idea of fireish as a, as a yeah. thing. Um, Ember's much quicker, we now see it, her father at making the goods. and Dad's clearly coming to the end of his tether. And we saw this sort what of... What was he trying to make? Coal logs, I think they called them. It was just some sort of an edible treat they do. You take a log and you overburn them and it turns it into a... Oh, okay. Um, And so this... uh, She wants to take over the shop and her dad says, not yet, not yet, not yet. Now, we're showing that this is her goal from the minute she's young. (laughs) Can I take over the shop? At no point does he go, I don't remember him going, and then you'll take over the shop. I remember her asking like nine times in a row. It's normally the other way around, isn't it? You know, the parents want them to... It's led from her at that point, isn't it? Yeah. Usually it's the parent going, one day you will take this yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. Simba, one so, day so, so, will be yours. So, you know, she's been <laughs> engaging with this conversation the whole time. And so uh, this fire version of Meet the Robinsons uh, wants a free sparkler. Doesn't get the concept of buy one, get one free. Just wants the free one. I'm yeah, like, I this, is, this was really dumb. customer is right. Oh, that didn't make any sense because none. it clearly says buy one, then get one free. <laughs> and like, yeah, it was yes, rubbish. the customer can be right sometimes. Usually when it, like in my experience of retail, someone presents something to you and you're like, you can't pretend that. It's, mu- it's much less of a thing over here. And then you go to the manager and go, well, I'm going to have to defer this to you. And the manager just goes, oh, that's fine. We'll exchange it. I'm like, hang on. It's a mess. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Meh. They always put you guys out to be the first line of defense. And they yeah. come in and go, mm. oh, yeah, we can do this. Just because like, they you don't guys want the hassle. You they them. don't want yeah. the hassle. That's all it is. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember some guy called me stupid once when I was working uh, at Tim Hortons. And I was like, I'm what? <laughs> and the manager was like, oh, here's your thing. You go ahead and have a good day. I'm sorry. So I walked in the back office, the big boss, and went, hang on a second. Sorry, I had a cough. Someone talk. Uh, I, had a, I had a similar situation um, <laughs> when I was in Tesco's. And uh, I don't like being, we've been told one thing. Yep. So you say this yeah, one thing and to you this say person. It, but then I okay, the you're more than welcome to speak to a manager thinking yeah. they will back you up. You. Yeah, and they, they don't. don't. Schools, no. are, schools are no different. I must be from my current school, maybe maybe a previous school, but they say, here's, a, here's our line. Our line is this, and you need to back it up. Yeah. And then you see them making side deals with the kids. And I'm like, hold on. Whoa. All you do is you cut my legs out from underneath mm-hmm. me. Yeah. yeah, I've had that before as well. But uh, So I was called stupid. I went to the big boss or something and went, 
hold on, I am not putting up with a member of the leadership team here, apparently justifying and enabling, encouraging someone to call me stupid. I said, no, no, I'm done. I threw my headset right on the floor in front of them and said, I quit. And they're like, no, 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 no. I said, no, no, I'm not having this. Oh, if I'd thought bigger, I would have contacted a lawyer. Oh, I could have probably done all right. <laughs> oh, stupid. Yeah. Kids, don't go work for Tim Hortons. It's it's all it's all a racket. Um, <laughs> You're getting your own in well, now. now. The average Tim, the average Tim Hortons, <laughs> oh, the average no. Tim Hortons profits a quarter million dollars a year. Know that. Know that fact. Pay you minimum wage, and they make a quarter million profit a year. Wow. There we are. There was a poster. There was a poster for a food bank in our staff room. Wow. Meaning they know they're not paying you enough to, yeah. to eat. Oh yeah. dear. Yeah, that's not great, is it? No. <laughs> Do you get fed at work? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think, you get a dis- I think you get a discount on the stuff that you, you know, le- le- legitimately punch in. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. Uh, where Good are we days. at here? Uh, so Ember loses her cool about the free sparkler and is told by her dad she can't lose her temper. And when you learn how to control it, that's when you'll be able to take over the shop. Okay, so we have her motivation for the movie, right? Mm-hmm. She wants to go over the shop, and that will only happen when you are able to control your I mean, temper. I would have got angry with that customer, too, because they were being an idiot. So, What Disney movie is that? And above all, you must control your temper. It's Mulan. Oh, it's, Bo- it? it's Beast. Oh, yes. It's when, it's, 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 it's when they're all yeah. telling him. Yeah. Yeah. It's when they're all telling the Beast, you've got to Disney. get the girl, you got to yeah. do these things. Yeah. Yep. And it all yeah, works yeah. out in the end. Well, Everybody's like, really chill in Mulan. No, not the not the lady who does the. Um, yeah, but no one's no one's going to tell her she must control her temper. Well, no, I thought I, I thought it was the lady at the beginning who tells her that she'll never have a. Oh, the matchmaker. Yeah, the matchmaker. Yeah, but who's telling match the matchmaker maker. she has to? No, the matchmaker telling Mulan she has to lose her temper, must but control she, her temper. Yeah, that's what that, I thought that, it was. It definitely is beating the beast. Really beast. Yeah. Um, Ember, we've got that already. Uh, several years later, she's still not learned anything. There's some, like, in real time, glass blowing, which looks really cool. That like, was so when, cool. When, when you realize this is animated. Yes. Yeah, that's the hard part is going, oh, right, this is, this is, this is not. I really enjoyed yeah. that it kind of happens there with not any explanation. You just watch her do it, and then it is so, it's used throughout the rest of the movie as well. We get introduced to two regulars who don't buy anything and the dad says i'm more than ready for you to buy something as soon as you get off your ash (laughs) which i thought was really funny (laughs) bernie challenges um um, ember to beat his delivery time mom is a matchmaker who doesn't lose her temper but she's disappointed that ember won't find a match we find out that her grandmother's dying (laughs) we find out that her grandmother's dying wish was for her to marry fire this is never brought (laughs) up again no Mm, yeah. That feels like that should have been a bigger deal. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it was a plot point at one point and they were like, nah, cut it. Some dirt boy named Sod is in love with. Claude, uh, isn't he? Oh, Claude, that's right, yeah. Oh, he creeps me out. I don't like Claude. He's he in love with Ember because so he's much. grown. He's like, look, 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 I'm an adult because he's sprouting. Out of all the places they're going to have him sprout the flower, this it's, is the most family friendly. It's, it's, but still, it's like he's plucking <laughs> like an arm there out of his yeah, arm and really presenting grim. it to her. Like, I was just cringing. I didn't like it. At I all. really didn't like this. Oh, I was like, I could have done without flower, him. So it's nice. But this is so. It's a way so we can get the idea of elements don't mix and it said explicitly here she turns what, them from down armpit hair though 
She said it Who would. Like this armpit hair. She said it would take an act of God to get her across <laughs> the me. bridge. And he goes, "An act of God or an act of Claude?" Ooh, hated. And we get told the city isn't made with fire people in mind, and we do see there's that spillover from the um, sort of the water trains. train. Yeah, mm-hmm. they need to fix that. Ember comes back and finds Bernie sleeping on the counter, and because uh, she does beat his record, but can't brag to him. Bernie says that Ember can run the shop tomorrow, which is Red Dot Sale Day. And if she does it successfully, then she can take over the shop. And the blue flame burns. And I'm going, I need to understand how the blue flame isn't sentient, but the other people are. But also all of the water in the dam isn't sentient. No, that's true. It's it's It feels really weird. And the sand's yeah, not sentient. The, yeah, and like, it, yeah, and there's there were, actual, I'm pretty sure there were clouds there in the sky real clouds and actual real trees somewhere. And the, the trees and the, and the flowers, the red But then the water, water is sentient at the end of the movie when we need it to be. Well, well they have a concept when, of God as well. Claude's in it. Any concept it's of what? Not Claude, um, the other they have way. a concept of God and religion. So, like, there, there are layers where, yeah, you're allowed to have these things, but then it's like, you know, we, we can't includes steam because steam is its own byproduct though it's similar to clouds but we have cloud people but we're not allowing steam the cloud people are actually air and not clouds because clouds would mm. be water so just don't get it's very the movie yeah, it lives in don't think too much about yeah. this no land. if you look at the science into it especially towards the end it's like enjoy the ride yeah yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh it's a red dot sale day she's stressing and needs to step back in the back to so she doesn't lose her temper I know the difference between you can get up early and run the sale on the biggest day of the year, and maybe we should put you in charge, but give you two or three people who can work alongside you. Yeah, mm. where is the rest yeah, why of the help? Is, why, yeah, why is she on her own for this? Why is mom not helping with the, the shop? The like, dad can sleep in, but like at a certain point, like is it, oh yeah, I just thought they this have was a bit no much. other employees. Roles. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, they don't have any other employees. No. But yeah, it's a big yeah. That's a big big ask. I, it should have been all hands on deck, mm. not tomorrow, our biggest sale day of the year. I know, it's two, I know it's two of us at the front desk every day when there's one customer in the shop, but tomorrow <laughs> you've got it all. <laughs> and, then, and, and then when you can't handle it, I'm going to say this is why you can't have a shop. Mm. But didn't that guy collect a, enough um, red dots? You know, the red dot sale, I thought yeah. it was quite good that he just brought them red dots. <laughs> What's the deal? Do they use it as currency? No. She'd obviously put all the red dots on the yeah. things that are, are on sale. Oh, and he'd pick them up. They were discounted, weren't they? The red dots. <laughs> yeah, That's what funny. I would assume in the so, yeah. yeah. I thought it was funny. Um, so she stresses in the back, except for it, it causes a problem with the. So every time she loses her temper, it's like a big Burst energy of flame. Of flame. Boom. Boom. A chitty chitty bang bang. Indeed. Chitty chitty bang bang. How's your head, by the way? You haven't thrown up. Okay. No, I'm good. I'm not seeing double. How many fingers am I holding up? Three. There you go. Magic She's done number. the math. Um, and so the pipes start uh, breaking and water gushes forward and she closes it up by doing real-time welding. This is cool. It is cool, but it does make me go like, what are they able to actually touch? How are they able to have any sort of countertop? They seem to be in charge of when they burn things. Okay. Like when she like holds the little flower that creepy kid gives her she like instantly incinerates it yeah but like i think they're in control of it because she holds a paper leaflet shortly so yeah going underneath anyway well that's a plot point which isn't really fully cleared up no a picture moves in <laughs> yeah, i pic- hadn't thought about that actually. a picture moves in the he's flooded off. room and then a water person jumps from the water and he's a city inspector and he's writing her a ticket and he cries a lot did he remind you of Casper, the friendly ghost? 
He does look a bit like him. <sighs> I see what you yeah. mean. Um, I, I didn't make that connection, but... Well, I hadn't until you just said it, but... Casper with a rubber does. glove on his head. And this is Wade. <laughs> uh, Ember says that her dad built the whole shop with his own two hands, and he says, oh, no permits? I'm going to have to shut you down. Wasn't it for sale? Yeah, but it wasn't a shop, it was a house. Yeah. I'm guessing they, the plumbing was pre-existent. I guess so. To that, and then... She yeah. chases him out of the shop as another pipe bursts, and she doesn't catch it. Also, she's also leaving the whole shop completely... Unattended. Unattended. Yep. She gets on the train, and there's a fun enough chase scene as they're going on and off the train and through the city and all that stuff. And the notion of elements are well done. We see all sort of four of them kind of in place here. And she creates a wall of fire in front of City Hall, but he sees a great and says, like, this is really going to be frustrating for you, or it was going to be really disappointing. <laughs> And he uses the grate to go down one side <laughs> and come up the other side, which I thought was really quite funny. It was funny. And um, he hears her say from outside that it was her dad's dream, and now she's ruined it. And at which point, he's like, oh, if you'd said that. I'm like, I'm pretty sure she said something kind of similar to all this. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she has said that, actually. Maybe it felt really right. weird. Like, he was like 100% like, no, no, this is my job, and this is what I have to do. And then... He changes his mind. Why? Hang on, the now there's a sob needs, story. Yeah. The movie needs to happen. <laughs> this story. sounds like the X Factor. <laughs> it does. Here, here, here's my here's story my about story. why. So you know they're going to get on. Yep. <laughs> um, so he shares her backstory with some guy who's like one of the grass people. Earth people. Earth people, sure. Well, yes, earth, wind, earth, air, fire, yeah. and water, isn't it? Earth, wind, air, and fire. fire it's a band, isn't it? Earth, air, fire, water. Uh, heart. Earth. Oh, that's Captain Planet. <laughs> oh, wind, there's heart. Heart. Captain Planet, he's, he's a, a hero. hero. Gonna the take pollution, pollution down to zero. 1990s commercials. Uh, sorry, <laughs> cartoons. Yeah. Uh, I don't know which order it goes in. He oh, shares heart. her. Heart was last. Wade shares Ember's backstory, and she gets mad and loses her temper and burns all the leaves off of. Earthy. Earthy. <laughs> the earth dude. Yeah. She's told she can expect her business to be shut down within the week and is given a pamphlet. <laughs> Uh, back at the shop, Ember's given the chance to blame the water guy for the pipes, and so she leans into her dad's natural occurring racism and goes, yep, it yep, was the water was guy. We then hear the backstory of why they left Fireland. A great storm came and ruined their place, so they came to Amer- America. Geez. They came to Element City <laughs> for a chance at a better life. This is the, a sandstorm or something? This is the, um, something like that, yeah. Mm. This is the American immigrant story, coming to America for a chance. for the American our, dream. Yeah. Do, 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 American. I'm, I'm going to miss territory. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she promises that nothing will ever happen to the flame or the shop ever again. And I'm like, as she's holding the pamphlet, it says you're probably going to be closing in a week. Um, yeah, it was good. Uh, the next day, the water guy shows up, Wade, and calls her uh, hot. So he goes to his office, and she's waiting for him, sleeping underneath some, like, newspaper and isn't incinerating for some no, reason. It was, no, she was under her metal blanket. I was under yeah. a metal blanket? Yeah. yeah. And was he, her dress made of metal, then? Yeah, all of the fire people's clothes mm. made of metal. She had, like, a hood on like, at like, some point, didn't like she? Like Teflon is, or something. Yeah. It, it looks like chain mail. Yeah. A little mm. bit. He calls her hot. She goes, hey. And then he calls her smoking. And I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm here for the wordplay. Mm, yeah. Fine. His boss, who she... <laughs> His boss, who she's waiting for, won't be in because she's at the airball game. And her name is Gail. Um, <laughs> I mean, the names are a little bit obvious, aren't they? Yeah. That's <laughs> There's a whole sequence of airball, which I absolutely have no, no... I don't you know. You know what this reminded me of, Ethan? 
boring it's, Quidditch. It's nowhere near as egregious, but this reminded me of that stupid movie you made us watch, The Wild. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Listen, those are fighting words. Isn't there like a whole hockey curling scene in that thing? I think I blocked that from my mind. Yeah. yeah this film is nowhere near as bad as, as, as The Wild. Well, here's the thing. I mean... Oh, no, no, it's just, it's Pixar, and Pixar, that name used to mean something. You know what I mean? How big gravity, mm. too. Pixar meant excellence. Mm. Not this is pretty good. Excellence. And so just like we do with Star Wars as well, is it a bad, we said talk about Phantom Menace, is this a bad movie, or is this a bad Star Wars movie? Because a bad Star Wars movie doesn't necessarily mean a bad movie. Not true. Is this, is this a bad movie? Let's we'll talk about that. Is this a bad Pixar movie? This is a bad Pixar movie. This is definitely a bad Pixar movie. Mm, yeah. I would like, agree with that. Like Monsters, Inc., you know what I mean? Toy Story 3. I love Toy Story no, 3. I don't mind Toy Story 3. No, I know. I'm, no, I'm naming good, good ones, Liam. Oh, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Finding that Nemo. That made me cry. Uh, Wally. Wally. Yeah, Wally's all right. I love as, Wally. As the modern like ones Ratatouille. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm never, but no, but Ratatouille's world's better than this. Yeah. World's better because the characters actually have motivations and meanings and things that aren't just, this just felt very, I have an idea. I want to tell this story, but not really investing in the characters beyond tropes we've all seen a thousand times before. It's all about the symbolism, isn't it? Yeah. So there's a windball scene. Um, Ember, uh, so they find out the importance of professional sports, and Ember loses her cool. I've got my notes. I really don't like Ember. Uh, Ember apologizes, and it turns out there shouldn't even be water present in Firetown. Uh, so they promise that she says, we'll tell you what Gail says, if you Ember and him Wade can find the source of a leak by Friday and get it fixed and get it fixed. Then I'll call off the hunt. And Gail thinks they're a couple. And, and for a city that's supposed to be as racist as it is, I guess props to Gail, but no, doesn't have any, Nothing else Quams? happens from this, yeah. None at all. Th- just thinks you're a really cute couple, and I'm like, where's the, are you sure you guys should be dating? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm told basically there's a racist backstory when she went to go look at a flower, and then her dad's really bad. Yeah. No one else seems to be a racist in this town. No. No. No, it's pretty much just. They don't mix a lot, though, do they? Because they can't, in in a way, because they might get. Everyone right. does. Gail, Gail, doesn't, Gail doesn't go like. Oh, you're a cute couple. You don't really see a lot. Oh, good for you. You don't get any of that. You just no. get, you're a cute couple. Yeah. But also, why is, what, this like ultimatum that Gail puts in place is so stupid. Like, like, how are they supposed to do the this? The whole script is silly. <laughs> like This whole bit of the film is ridiculous. Um, and she goes until Friday, I got my notes, why? I know the movie has to happen, but why? So yeah, find, also, it's stupid. Finding Malik, we find out how... Um, um, Wade got there. It was about he was searching for this this leak, and something had a hint of motor oil, and then he ends up getting sucked into the pipe, and then he was at at her place, and then Ember creates a hot air balloon, and they go sort of cascading over the city in up, up and away. Something yeah, it's the kind of thing we've seen before. I, I again, this film played fast and loose with when's it going to be too hot for Wade? Yeah, because there's no reason he should have been able to, to to be in there. No. Um, there's a very funny joke I thought about two apple trees pruning themselves. Yeah, that was, oh, that was pruning funny. each other. Yeah, pruning yeah. each other. Sorry, yeah, yeah pruning each other. That was, oh, funny. that was really funny. Yeah. Um, and they called back to it later as well, yep. which was nice. Uh, he says that 
he's jealous because she knows what she wants to do. But she says, you got, I mean, they mentioned this at the airball game. He managed to get a whole stadium to say, like, we love you and you can do it. Yeah. And what was the least believable professional sports scene ever? I did They do the wave, the though. Wave they do. The wave was a funny joke. <laughs> the wave was, was brilliant. Um, she shares a backstory, and it's about the Vivisteria flower, how her dad wanted to show her, because it's one of the flowers that can thrive under any condition, yeah. including fire. And there's no fire allowed, and the, he gets thrown out and embarrassed, and uh, that's the part where I went. Who can this be? This feels like it's, there's only a few... Uh, immigrant populations where this would this would apply to. Um, Whereas this explicit and not yeah, tried, it's this not expli- even here's the one group, just yeah. one group. There's uh, there's other really okay groups, but not this group. Yeah. Doing all the segregation, like Rosa Parks, that sort of thing. Well, it, it's supposed to be the black community. It's supposed to be the Jewish community. So that's where I was leaning the yeah. Jewish community. I, was I think going, it's a bit of a mixture of. Oh yeah, everything. that's where I'm, th- yeah. where I'm going. Yeah. Oh, there's, there's certain elements. I start. We mm. will get to a part where I'll, I start messaging George back and going, "Oh, I might be okay. I'm, you might be right on parts of this." <laughs> so, um, she instantly gets uh, frustrated that he's able to oh to create a connection with people instantly. Um, they find a breach in the dam. When I say they find a breach in a dam, there's a whole section missing. Big yeah. section. And how the whole city? Like, I know there's maybe some jokes here about city workers, but the fact that no one. Has even the fact seen that, like, it, contemplated it. The fact that this is a mystery, and they're like, oh, it's this giant hole in the dam. And how is this not already flooded, Firetown? Because boats keep coming past here anyway. And Gail's a, Gail's a cloud person. Yeah. Can't she just float over and... Have like, a look. Aren't there people who can do this? Yeah. We can, we've seen that all of the air people can fly. Um, Wade is a water guy, so why doesn't he just like hang out in the water, spill over, and see where he ends up? True. Uh, <laughs> a ship goes by and there's a spillover that causes Wade to say to Ember, run for your life. Totally fine. It's only the fire people that are in danger from yep. this because surely the earth people are fine. So the cloud people can I guess go. it would just wash away stuff like water and erosion and stuff. Yeah. But as far as the ones who are in the most danger, absolutely the fire people. Yeah. Ember's concerned about Firetown and throws Wade some convenient sandbags. Sandbags are convenient. Uh, sandbags are convenient. Wouldn't she have made glass out of those sandbags? She does eventually. Well, yeah, but it's just funny how she can throw these Hessian bags with sand in them. And yeah, that's what we were saying. I think they have control over some of the uh, like their ability to burn things because if they like brush up against the like earth people, then they it's just singed them. Whereas like. Does the train thing, though, need to run on water? Can't they just Probably have, like, not, electricity? But they haven't changed it, yeah. Could they just not not have it run on water and then you don't get the overspill? Would that not be easier? That would I don't be much know. easier, yeah. yeah. I mean, you would have thought so. You, yeah, it would be. But, yeah, I, the, the film presents that they have control over how, how hot they are mm. to a certain extent because, obviously, she holds, like, a paper pamphlet and she holds Hessian bags and she actually has to put effort into turning the sand into glass. Okay. Or she, when she gets angry, she gets really, really hot. Yeah, but, yeah, they must because there's a bit. It just seems odd. They're in the elevator, yeah. and he's leaning over her, but he's still bubbling. And you would have thought she would have turned it right down if she could at that point. I think she does, but I think he's. But surely enough heat to, to make him bubble would be enough heat to sort of singe a pamphlet. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, to be hot so. enough to make some water this, boil. This, if you think too I know, much, this, you, you get can't about think the science because it, really it makes can't. your head go. Well, because it doesn't think work. About the science. No, it doesn't. It, no, it doesn't work. The science does not work. We are not scientists. Though. So they throw the sandbags. They block the blockage. Um, and so uh, it seems to work, and she looks at him all imp- uh, impressed. Uh, because he's able to do all this sort of stuff. And so she starts seeing him romantically for the first time. Yeah. And we see it through her eyes, kind of. And uh, he asks her for a date. And she says that his, her dad would boil him alive. And he doesn't seem to be too bothered by that. No. And then the next day, it's 3 p.m. And she hasn't left uh, for the date. She shows up finally. And her, uh, they go for a, a date to watch Tide and Prejudice. Yep. <laughs> And Do you the, think people just say in a room went, what could we say? Yeah, what are the elements sort oh. of puns we can make? The, then there's a song that's got some Indian vibes in it, I thought, in the background as they're sort of having their, like, courtship. Yep. It was very, I felt Indian. So at this point, I messaged George and go, yeah, you might be right on elements of this. <laughs> elements of this. <laughs> <laughs> um. And see, I got, then I got my notes. You know what? I'm watching this, and I'm starting to think racism is bad. <laughs> <laughs> you think? I am. I mean, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I had. I, no, I didn't have any beliefs. Jeez. <laughs> but no, no. So obviously, I mean, it's it's it, and it's what it's supposed. I guess the Pixar movie. Here's my problem. Here's my problem with it. Pixar movies used to feel like they were animated, but they weren't necessarily kiddie films. Yeah, this feels like a kiddie film. There was always and something was too, adults could enjoy. That like extra level. Monsters Inc. It's accessible yeah. for kids, totally. Yeah, but there's elements of Monsters Inc. Like I cry at that movie, like oh. no one's business. Oh, we have, we've first, never done that one. The Love first Monsters ten Inc. minutes of Up. Oh, that makes me cry. So well, like Wreck It Ralph as well. Like I know it's not like uh, Inside Out. I die when uh, sorry. I cry when what's his name dies. The imaginary friend. Yeah, bing, like, bing bong. Like, there's elements there which a kid can't access and won't be able to access for years. There was nothing here I felt I really couldn't access. No, no. yeah, I get that. Um, it was just one level, wasn't it? Yeah, it I was guess the idea that this actually does and has happened in our world as well. Yeah, but other than that, but kids no. might not get that connection though. That's what I mean. That's the so only thing what I is think the maybe point? they haven't if, seen. If that's the level the adults are supposed <sighs> to get. Fair enough, but then we're not enjoying other aspects of it. But then the kids are just going to see it as fire, water, earth, and heart. Do you know what? Captain Planet. He's a hero. (laughs) Earth and air. I think. I think it's like a less thought through version of um, a Pixar movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but no, of uh, of Zootopia or Zootropolis. If you're if you're British and you you hate titles, and these are it's. That's not that's not a great movie. It's 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 all right. The problem with those films where they haven't, like, uh, those analogous films is they also kind of steer into stereotype yeah. to try and prove their point. And it really becomes muddy because the issue I have, I, I think Zootopia is a good film. But when they're like, oh, and the Predator does this. And I'm like, okay, so we know who the Predator is supposed to represent, but it's you're calling it Predator. So there is some weird little thing there. The same with, with here. And you, I that's always the problem with these analogous, like, Racism bad films is you kind of still lead into stereotype like the beginning of the film is where they're like, Oh look, the water people are hoodlums in the in the fire people's store and you go, Okay. So that's you, a bit weird. So are you going on record as saying you're against racism as bad films? 
Yes, I'm oh, going to proudly not. Of course say you're not. that. Of course you're not. Of course you're not. I just think no, no, I just think there's there's a nuance that people no, no, I agree. Because in order to films. establish that racism is bad, you have to take lazy shortcuts to show the metaphor. Exactly. Because we're, we're not dealing with explicit racism. Really difficult. We're dealing no. with a metaphor. So the metaphor has to be lazy. See, no which group represents this which is group. What I struggle with it because the yeah. children don't understand that it is about racism. That are watching it potentially. Yeah, the good thing is about fire people and water exactly. people. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. you know, fire and water cancel each other out. So that's what they're thinking. We need like pop up video to appear mm. for this film and go. This is about racism, kids. Oh, I didn't know that. I think I kids can be smart with with films, <laughs> I mean, but the they problem can is, be smart. yeah, yeah. But then films are like, how do we dumb it down for kids? And then it, then kids don't kind of realize. Yeah. You don't need to dumb things down. Um, so uh, her mother finds a photo booth photo and wonders who the mystery fire boy is because of course the flash turns him into bright white light she steps on a mineral and there's a light show including a half and half like you know when you go to the movie theater and you get like a slushy what's that thing called oh uh, like a fanta frozen fanta yeah like there's, there's those 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 yeah, ones I pink and ones blue one. yeah and you get yes. mixed I like but mixed. are they are they ever half and half or is it just like this kind of like this like purple mix well, it goes purple. Half and half. You used to be able yeah. to get the cups that were... You no, it's even separate. One side yeah. 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 So that's kind of how she's got. She's half and half. I'm like, no, you'd be blended this color in the middle. You would. So there we go. But they're not allowed to blend Again, yet. we're not allowed science in this film. Not allowed what? No science. No science. It's, also, just, I, it's just science fiction. Just <laughs> from what you were saying, I could hear when I was... I just went quickly on for a wee. Like, the, the, the... In the real world, all people are people right we all have the same set of abilities physical abilities whether you hone them or not or what you're built is slightly different but all basically the same thing whereas in this element city people are the people the different races if you will this is all in quotation marks are made of different substance but they have very very different other. abilities yeah. so actually the fire people can't go to a water show and it's not because of <laughs> because they're fire it's because of because they're fire whereas like humans mm. don't have that so this like the cloud people i'm not gonna call it racism because it's not no. but like the, the segregation in this film actually has some Isn't, sense to it it's, it's not real segregation no it's actual physical segregation it's because it, because, of because of their abilities and things. yeah physical states yeah. not because of prejudice like so yeah. it kind of but then the prejudice works is and half doesn't on what they portray as but their, we only really see two different people being prejudiced throughout the, the entire film the for dad, a film that's whole basis only, is racism yeah, the is bad there's the not fire. enough <laughs> Can say this? There's not enough racism in this movie. There is, no, but there isn't, There's though, because there, there are like, the stuff that there is actually makes sense. Everybody's, well. everybody's super tolerant. If anything, I'm learning that her dad's the biggest racist in the city. Yeah. yeah. There are like lines that are said which are like the, 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 like, hey, look, here's the, the daily interaction of an immigrant kind of thing. There is some, but like because yeah. of how it is set, because they do it with fire and water. Actually, you no. Know, physically, fire and water shouldn't be able to mix. That's literally no, what scientifically. That is. Yeah, scientifically, that doesn't count. So, it, so yeah, I do. The metaphor kind of gets that's skewed. Why, a little bit. Yeah, this is why it's, it's well, tricky. You can if especially you from a child's it. point of view. I think a young child, anyway. Yeah, because it cancels each other out. You can have oil burning on top of water. Let's not add that into this. <laughs> well, we can debate later when they further on as their relationship develops. What happens there? So. <laughs> 
Um, he makes a rainbow when they're on their date, but later the sandbags oh. start to go. And it was like, like, all right, sandbags are there. We're all done. And I'm like, you probably should get a more permanent solution than just sandbags. And then there's some rubbish about how he tries to get a permanent solution later. Like they, the, 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 He retcons himself. Like later when he's like, oh, well, I did try, but I covered them in cement last time. Like It was really weird. Um, the pipes go just as flowers are delivered for Ember. And uh, this is back at the shop. And Wade is in the... Uh, in the, in the uh, Yeah, in, in the... So which point is he in four different places? Is he able to control himself in four really different ways? I didn't understand how he can split himself and into so many bits. And how does he bits. form himself in... How does he separate his water from the rest of the water? That's a great question. I have no idea. Although it is important for later, isn't it, that we see that he can be in lots of different yep. pieces. And I know, but even that's problematic scientifically. But you know, <laughs> I'm ca- not going to go into that. Dad catches them talking in the basement. I think I even hear an all-water-looks-alike comment. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, the dad is. Yeah. He's the only one, actually, that we hear actually saying things that could be taken as racist, I guess. Wade claims he's not a water inspector, despite the fact that his badge clearly says water inspector. Inspe- it says water inspector, actually, if you look it? carefully, yeah. But he's a food inspector, so he's given some of those coal pops, and he stomachs them down. He goes, okay, he's given something, something far bigger, and she's like, Dad, come on, he can't do that. And he goes, no, he's a food inspector. And he eats it, and he goes, it's okay, I love hot food. <laughs> so that's kind of it was um, cool to see the bubbles like go down as it... As he was eating it. Yeah. Was cool. He does like it and says that once it cools down, it's quite tasty. Uh, and then he goes, oh, once it's watered down. And then dad loses, loses it shit. about yeah. the term watering something down. How did that not fall through him? <sighs> There's a lot we have to ask about this. The water How's he able to wear a t-shirt? I don't know. <laughs> dad, dad freaks out and bans Wade. And so they go back to making sandbags. I'm like, why is Wade not soaking into the sand as they walk? They must, he's got, they must he's got control. gelatinous outside. Because she freaks out and says her father should have retired years ago. And she's a mess. And he goes, no, you're not a mess. You look even more beautiful than before. And he says, look, you're turning the sand into glass. And I'm like, okay, hang on, which one is it? Because he's able to walk and not cause it to get all soggy. she's getting all emotional. That's when it happens. Oh, this is lame. But it's still not good. Lame. She says that she knows how to fix this because she makes a vivisteria flower out of the sand around her. Oh, that was cool. And um, like blowing glass and doing stuff and putting flowers inside and it. And he says to her, I've never been punched mm. in the face by beauty before. <laughs> And uh, Max is just giving me. Cool. What's she giving you? It does look like a nipple. A nipple. All right. <laughs> Would you like a second one? <laughs> you, got me, you got me two nipples. This is two grown adults playing with Play-Doh. Yep. I mean, you got to explain that a bit. It's not a real nipple. No, no, no. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't want to know what giving me a nipple would mean if it wasn't Play-Doh. <laughs> Jeez. It's all Play-Doh. There's an embarrassing story. Cause, oh, so... Oh, hang on. I've missed something here. Back home, dad says that he's proven to her, to him, that he can trust her. He says, I'm so lucky to have you, which I believe is what Wade either has said or is going to say. Mm. Going to say. Mom wakes up and can smell love. This is something that she can do, apparently. She's a mother maker. maker. This would just, was just a thing. Yeah. Yeah, uh, special, special ability. Which, again, kind of... So I've seen Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, me too. Maisel's... Thank you. Midge's, good night. Midge's mum... <laughs> Midge's mum's a matchmaker. Oh, I love her. So yeah. I thought this was part of... Okay, it's this Jewish kind of yeah, kind, yeah, kind, yeah, kind, yeah, kind of yeah, thing, yeah. isn't it? Um, 
Maybe maybe I'll call. Well, I guess I'll call. We were talking about Mulan earlier having a matchmaker, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, yeah. Again, I, I head towards Mulan territory again there. Yeah, yeah. Fiddler on the Roof is a famous scene. I headed towards Greece. Ember goes to Wade's place and finds him having dinner with his family, and he's he's invites her up. Mum's followed them. Oh, this is Fire Mum. Cinder has followed them and tries to get in. And Ember meets the family, and they go around, including there's there's a lesbian couple at the table. There is, yeah. and nobody is batting an eye. But he's brought no, a fire they, girl home. They're very cool about it. All. Cool about Haven't it, talked though. much about the cast, but the mom is played by Catherine O'Hara. Oh, is it from Shit's oh, Creek? Yeah. I love yeah. Shit's Creek. Also That's from Beetlejuice. Also from Beetlejuice, yes. And Home Alone. And Home Alone. <laughs> so, Kevin! at least her third appearance on the pod. Mm. Yeah. Um, it turns out that Wade's afraid of sponges. They share an embarrassing story. That was cute. And there's broken glass, and Ember fixes it to the light of everybody at the table, and all the buildings in the new city are made of melted glass. And they play the crying game, and she's oh, never she's never cried, so she doesn't think she's going to lose. And he speaks his heart, and he takes him a few goes. He talks about uh, a, butterfly. a butterfly that's a smashed by a windscreen. <laughs> a Not that I saw a car in this whole thing, but all right. <laughs> oh, no, there was a truck or something here. I mean, they've got about trains, that, right? so... I had a moth fly into my windscreen, a huge, great thing, and just as I put my wind wipers on, and that smeared all <laughs> over my windscreen. I felt so bad. Uh, then he talks about an old, a guy who th- sees this girl and wants to tell her that he loves her, but chickens out thinking she'll be back next summer and he never saw her again. Yeah. And then the last one, I forget what the last one was, but it works and she cries. Oh, oh he starts crying. saying, talking about oh, how, how, like, how important she is to him. Yeah. So um, she cries. And it's also this thing where she's kind of going into her mind. And in her mind, she wants to touch him, but then realizes they'll never be able to. The animation there was really, really lovely. But they can touch a piece of paper without burning it. So, like. (laughs) The phone rings and it's Gale. The tickets are canceled against the shop because they fixed the leak. And they go to hug, but they can't. And as they go to say goodbye, Wade's mother comes out, and there's a very lazy bit of, oh, while you were playing the game, I, I phoned my friend who call. works for the most famous glass designers in the world, and they're willing to have you on. I'm like, this Just feels like it's, I've said. This feels like it's half a movie's worth of plot coming at us. <laughs> I think so, yeah. He, I know he's never met you. They want to have you come on. They've not seen any of your work. No. But so, that's okay. Uh, Ember's mom is still trying to get in and Ember's angry now. She doesn't think that she actually wants to run the shop and that's what Ember's been telling her. I'm trapped. Mm. This sucks because she's been asking to take over the shop since she was a kid. Literally the whole movie long. It's like she's just made up her mind about this. It feels a little bit out of there, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it really, really, really does. We have been joined by Juleen, everybody. Hey, Juleen. So I think we had a couple of time mix-ups, which is totally my fault, but I said, why don't you join us? We haven't finished uh, reviewing the film yet, but why not join us in with it? It's kind of going a halfway point right now, Julie. Um, okay. Yeah, 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 But we'll finish, uh, well, you have to have that ha- half hour of a timer because we, we reset it after the accident. Oh, yes. I you might not that. remember the first part. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at Concussion. that, it was like one hour and four minutes. I was like, oh, we're doing well. No, you've been hit on the head. Yeah, I was hit on the head. More like an hour and 35. Okay. So where are we at here? Oh, so um, it's like... 
Where am I at now? She's just been given. Um, she's about to go. I'm at the top of the page. So she tells Wade, "The only way to repay a sacrifice so big is to sacrifice your life too." And they're confronted by her mother, who says that fire and water cannot be together. Mm, I mean, scientifically. <laughs> um, they go, to prove it, they go to a reading, and she goes, "Look." Ember can light this match or whatever candle or whatever it was supposed to be. It's like an incense yeah. stick. You can't light it. And he says, actually. And then he positions himself in front of Ember and uses his stomach as, an, as a magnifier and creates flame that way. And uh, the, the two branches of smoke sort of intertwine in a way that we go, oh, this means love. Doesn't um, Adele tell us that she can set fire to the rain? So... <laughs> <laughs> Could you? I know you can like if you leave a mirror on the side and the sun shines on it. And yeah, then no, it, this is this is. Can this happen with water as well? If to this degree, I don't know. No, if you this had, is what I'm curious about. No, because that's a moving. But he, he's able to position I know himself. A mirror does feet, like you know, it can set fire to things. If you a yeah. droplet of water in maybe several droplets of water lined up. Which he can do. Actually, yeah, yeah. I I wasn't mad at this. I thought this was quite clever. Actually, I mean, it was cool. I thought it was cool. Yeah, well, that was an I'm just curious of the scientific. Uh, science is not my bag. You can refract light to make I fire. Also, that is a I thing. also wondered if this was possible. I'm just, I was just curious. I was like, I want to test this. I'm willing to kind of, you know, believe in magic in this point. some water and some light and see if we can light something on fire? Once again, at your house, we can do that. Okay. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Hang on. Well, all, your ideas, are, insurance. all your ideas are about I've destroying things. I have insurance <laughs> too, but still, jeez. Um, where are we at here? <laughs> now, now we need a BFE science experiment. There we are. Dad comes downstairs and announces he's going to retire in two days, and they're going to throw a big party to reopen the store, and he'll announce there that Ember's going to take over the store. And he shares his black his backstory, and it's that he is, when he leaves Fireland... Um, there is this bow they do to each other, which shows ultimate respect. And we see Bernie do it, but we don't see his father do it back. And it's because the voiceover from Bernie tells us that he didn't think he would stay true to who he is and to who he was and the danger of moving away and what that means. That was sad. Yeah, it was sad. I um, cried. Turning into his father, didn't he? I guess a little bit, yeah. I, hadn't, I, mean? I hadn't thought of that, yeah. You know, you'd learn from your mistakes, I'd have thought. Um, it's just a mistake position in a different capacity, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's difficult. and uh, He can see his daughter's different and the way she sees and how she sees things. And he was the same when he said, I'm going to have to move away. And his father didn't like it and said, why don't you stay type thing? So why wouldn't he be a bit more um, open towards his daughter? When, is this the cycle of when i moved over here my my parents didn't like it oh, no. uh, they didn't want um they didn't want i the fear was that i would come and i would stay which i ultimately have um but i guess it meant you know what would be they would see less of me whatever the case might be as opposed to this is a chance for me to use my uh degree in the way that it needs in a way that would be beneficial yeah to find fulfillment, there wasn't a job market there, and they're like, oh, "You can stay here." I said, "That's, that's besides the point." I, I kind of want to just sort of. But you, get you on with when some you stuff. left Canada the first time, you didn't um, 
from what you tell me, you didn't think you were going to stay stay. No, I thought it would be like a, like, like a three-year idea. Yeah, you thought yeah. you were going to go back. Yeah. I had a medium-term plan, I used to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's so, life, by the way, didn't it? Yeah. It's life just, changes. It's, it's just the way that, it's the way that things, the things go. Yeah. And so um, dad makes a sign for her, and it, it comes down and it reads, Ember's Fireplace. And just in time for this to take place, we go back to the um, back to the the wall, which of course we they replaced the um, sandbags with this glass. Yeah, which is there. pretty cool. And it's starting to crack. And at one point, they did a shot of it. I don't know if it's here or if it's the, the next day. They show a, sh- a shot of the water coming over it, and I thought it was like live video. It looked cool. It looked real. It you look can make real. it look it's real. Like, yeah. it looked really it's the way good. it hits the the glass, like yeah. the window. The way it is so good. The, and the water still stays and and trickles down. It's really impressive. Uh, we go for um, Amber goes to wage. She gives him the glass flower, and then he goes, "Come with me." And they go to the place that had the Vivisteria before, which we found has been flooded. That, this that's is why. so risky. And Wade pushes over the no fire allowed sign, which I thought was quite nice. Oh, I thought yeah. it was good. That Very. sort of reminded me of the segregation yeah. sort of thing with the obviously the separation and all to, the time. Today's magic doohickey is a bubble that should last twenty minutes. <laughs> Get inside this bubble. This was so risky. This was stupid. This was so risky that it was. So, I, it was a pretty scene. I love the visuals when they were it was underwater. Go- it was gorgeous. It was yeah. gorgeous. But I was like, surely you would not risk this. It's kind of a MacGuffin, and it's her character's desire. And I felt like singing, at first I see the light. <laughs> it's very tangled, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, with the light. Yeah, it was. It did remind me of that. All the magic lanterns. It was, it was so its version. And I know, you know they're not in any danger because it's a Disney film, but still, it just seemed very reckless. Well, hang like, on, but it's also a Pixar film. Like... Well, in the in the end, he says, "Oh, I should have never done that. I should have never asked you to do that." Yep. She was like, "That was awesome." <laughs> yeah, uh, they see a vivisteria, and they see ten thousand vivisterias, and she starts running out of air. And he says, "Try to breathe slow and steady." And I'm like, "Do these people have lungs?" No. Is this a thing? How? I don't even know. No. I don't know the rules. The, the fire, would be, fire would be using, because if you put a candle you need like, oxygen, in a jar, don't you? the fire. fire needs oxygen. Yeah, so it would be gradually it. using up the bubble. That part of it, okay. I couldn't yeah, like, cope that's, with. That's but scientific. The, but then personifi- <laughs> like, personifying it to be human. Trying to breathe slowly, yeah. In the breathing, that doesn't make sense. And this, I shouldn't be able to control that. At this point, Ethan, the bubbles reminded me of the box from Loki. Oh, oh that, I've, that, I've seen that, that scene. That, <laughs> that awful thing. It's just getting smaller and smaller and I smaller. I need to watch Loki. I've not seen any. No, you don't. I don't. I think it's all right. I haven't, I haven't watched the new season. Oh, okay. I'll give it well, a Whenever listen. someone out there does, Ethan and I have done Keeping It Loki season yeah. two. Yeah, I haven't episode seen Episode by episode. Um, and so he wants to hold hands, and she's like, no, we'll hurt. He goes, how do we know? And so they touch, and it turns out they're perfectly balanced. They're both okay. Is that because they can control the amount of heat? And well, I guess just they, they both theoretically could do harm to each other, but they're so perfectly oh, balanced that it, it doesn't do because anything. because they're in love yeah, but they they're not perfectly balanced. balanced, are they? Because he's water and she's fire. Right, yeah, but, but the, 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 amount the of water, water could the amount extinguish the fire, or the fire, fire could, could cause the, the, so the water to... between them. Well, they're, they're a perfect amount. The amount of water there is and the amount of fire is, is 
perfectly balanced so that neither does any damage to the but other. But could that happen with everybody then in that situation? All the fire yeah. and water people? We don't know. That. We don't know that part. We're only no. shown, shown I'm, I'm assuming there must be some sort no of... No one else credits, has tried before. It's a bit like Romeo and Juliet, isn't the it? Credit the credit art would assume so. Groups. The credit art would assume so. What do you mean? Is there As in, like, in the, in the credits? credits, they start to show more, like, inter-elemental relationships going on. <laughs> is that canon? Is the, the question I'm giving you. I don't know. I'm, I'm just going by the credits. No, no, but I'm asking. No, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm, I'm following your question. To be fair, Does Pixar, that count? Pixar credits oh. do often have additional story in them. It's just whether do you take yeah. that as... Ratatouille while he did all story. that. Yeah. Um, the first inter-elemental relationship take, and it inspired yeah, it I don't know it'll take one of them to inspire other people to then try it well the problem was there's nothing inspiring about it the woman Gail went oh you make a cute couple like people had no issue with this all movie long no this is true the only person that had an issue was her dad everybody's been super yeah. cool about it also there's the thing with like the inter-elemental stuff whereas like I oh, know that you don't have to always have babies but like would they have a steam baby would their baby oh, be yeah. what, Would how, their baby be have, air? Can they I, have children? I don't. Whoa! I don't know. Would it be a little cloud, a little <laughs> rain cloud? I, this is yeah, a too many jokes. Okay. Potentially. <laughs> what? <laughs> too many jokes. Okay. But then also, if, they, if, if they can balance each other, then they, there shouldn't be any accidents between the fire and water people. <laughs> if, a, if a little earth person and a little water person had a baby, would it just be a pile of mud? <laughs> Puddle of mud and they release, they release music. Know, I don't know what the child between a fire and water would be. Like, wire. This is problematic. Water. <laughs> what? Don't know. Oh. How, uh, steam. Uh, steam. I think it would have to be steam, wouldn't it? Yeah. I guess there'd be an extra element. Maybe they'd make steam a new. And windows. Oh, I want to fast forward to them looking at this like <laughs> deformed kid. Like, we like really the- shouldn't have done this. <laughs> it's like the- Ariel and Eric's babies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the fish heads yeah. and the other like, human uh, heads. We did not think this through. <laughs> <laughs> um, they dance. It's silent. And I've gotten my notes. It's one of the It's a really nice part of the film, actually. Mm. And then he says to her, I'm so lucky. And this triggers flashbacks for her about her dad saying it. And she pushes him away and runs. And she tells Wade what's going on. And then out of nowhere... They decide to go to a socioeconomic status. Mm. You and your rich family wouldn't understand that. I'm like, whoa, are we are we adding this in at this point in the movie? Two thirds of the way through. Seems odd. We're getting to I a mean, climax. There is that implication that the fire people aren't as wealthy as the other. They're scraping, yeah. yeah. And the that his family in the water world are at least very well. I mean, off, they've got a they? lovely. Fancy so, house. so are, are, are water people white people? I. I think that, that, that would is, be quite funny that we just get together and cry a lot. That would be kind of a fun little. <laughs> Do you know what? I think that is what they are representing in a way. I think once you go, you're, you're, they, you're the rich people. Then I think yeah. she makes one phone call um, and they're set up for just a job. That whole thing that they're setting up the world to be more water dominant as well. Not that I'm saying white people need to be dominant. Maybe it was. Maybe it was more. It was set up in a way that you didn't even consider the other people. Yeah, that's possible. Hmm. Yeah, I, I would think. I well, I think maybe the water people were kind of like the white people because the water people seem to have like a privilege here that you know the world is built for them that they have money and they have influence and um during you know well I'm not gonna say like this this whole element city honestly it kind of reminds me of New York like when people were coming through to New York, 
because they come in, they say, oh, how do you say your names? And they can't spell it, so they change it. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Yeah, I'm just raising my hands in victory because I said New New York, yeah. Yeah, you did, yeah. They set up, pardon the pun, but like the element city set up for like trickle down economy to like work and obviously that doesn't work we well, all know that doesn't and, work. and this idea i don't know if it's as prevalent in the uk but this idea of it in north american cities that you do have communities of different ethnicities where they kind of gather together it's definitely like, far less like, popular, like like yeah. toronto has the world's second biggest chinatown the biggest is San Francisco, then it's Toronto. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you gather with people who are from a similar part of the world as you, and that's what you see in, in Element City. You see yeah. Firetown as as, as 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 an enclave. Theoretically, you'd expect water. And maybe water doesn't happen. Maybe water's been, been the main, mainstream. It has, it has. <laughs> we know it has because it says the first wave of Elements, the second wave the of first wave. The first wave. The first wave is the water people. On the, there's like some um, mosaics yeah, there, there, there was the Art, yeah. yeah. So yeah. So the, the, those people are the first ones to come over, and then it was, I think, Earth, and then Air. Yeah, or maybe they were in the other way. Around, you know, and it but. seems, and obviously Wade's in his job. He's at the bottom, and he's got above him or a coworkers, the grassy guy who's in with all the tubes, and then the air lady, and then the air ladies at the top, which would make sense from a you know just you know air rises and all that stuff. The, the tubes are a bit <laughs> like in Padding. Was it Paddington where they had the yeah, great they put the sandwich great in the tube. Yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah. We should revisit Total that. Total 10 out of 10 movie that. <laughs> great movie. You guys do not know how to read a metric is, is what Paddington I discovered that day. <laughs> there is honest way. Yeah. We should review I, that. I'm terrified I to do number 2. No, the the second one is a much better one. Uh, sorry Julian, I think you were saying something there. Yeah, no, I was going to say uh, Firetown Honestly, um, it it reminds me of like the Filipino immigrants, the Muslim immigrants, and like a lot of the Asian immigrants that came to New York and the United States. Because just like Ember's experience, like just her, just her story and her experience, really makes me feel like it was based on that because. When, like, a lot of times, well, I can only, like, I can speak to, like, Filipino immigrants, like, a lot of times on their thing, like, they'll, you'll find that birth dates were changed, names were changed. Wow. Because they couldn't say the name. And then also, you know, they, you see how the people basically are happy to ignore the fire people. And they considered, like, Filipino immigrants and, like a lot of Asian immigrants, like the mo- model minority, were supposed to be quiet. We're supposed to not make waves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're supposed to not bother anyone. Supposed to go with the flow. And yeah. <laughs> the the, this is the punniest episode yeah. Yeah, ever. But yeah, like supposedly we're, I think it's an interesting statement on being the model minority. Because she said it would take an act of God for me to leave out of here, even to complain to save her father's. And then, you know, the only time she left was to save her father's shop. And then even then, like until it got really, really crazy, like she still like she still didn't get brave enough to break the mold. Yeah. Yeah. uh, the The thing that threw me was the explicit no fire. And the uh, sign for that. And I thought, which groups have been 
targeted to that level. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I, I think we 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 discussed him when yeah, it was clear. I mean, Ethan shared that the director was talking about his own parents' Korean experience. Am I am I remembering mm-hmm. that correctly? Yeah, uh, yeah, South Korean. And we went. Yeah, there's gonna be elements I think of 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 a few different people's stories within this because there's individual immigrant stories, but I think there's also the immigrant story for a large number of visible minorities as a whole. Mm. So there's gonna be things they have in, they, that they share, and there's gonna be things that are specific to them. Um, yeah. But I mean, yeah, go ahead. for a while, the United States would be like tell would advertise that they need nurses and like filipinos would come here like they would make all these promises of bonuses and money and you know the so-called land of milk and honey and then come here and then kind of find out that you know they're underpaid they're not getting paid as much as their you know non-immigrant co-worker or whatever like so many lies are told to get people here to work here and yeah, then, true. never what it seems. Uh, where am I at here? Um, he says she doesn't understand why she says that's why they can never work. And he says, because you don't understand that, that's why it won't. And she dumps him. <laughs> we go to the reopening, and the sign is up, and it looks good. It's a good sign. And Dad passes along the blue flame, and Wade rocks up and gives a bunch of reasons why they'll never work. First, they're fire and water. What's that about? Second, he's crashing her party. How embarrassing is that? Third, he hates her food. And fourth, he's banned from her father's shop. And I'm like, I'm not sure you get what the ceremony means. It's not her father's shop anymore. I'm pretty sure she can get you off the list. Is this um, (laughs) 10 things I have about you? (laughs) And he says, I love you. And I'm pretty sure you love me too. And she goes, no, Wade, I don't. And I'm like, wow. That's powerful. And the glass continues to crack. And the mother says, yes, you do. It's real love. I smelled it. <laughs> oh, she, she smelt side it. topic. Smelt it. Smelt it. Side topic. I got to go back here for a minute. Because I'm at the talk about this. Checking in with the morning report. Lulu's going to hate this. <laughs> Can we talk about this for two more minutes? Another tangent. Anybody catch the new Beatles song? Yes, now and then. Oh, yeah. what, the AI one? Well... The new Beatles song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. The only thing oh, AI about it is the fact they were able to isolate John Lennon's vocals. That's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that came off a cassette. It's yeah. a demo that he did. So before, he, when you raised the voice, you raised the piano. They didn't want the piano. So they yeah, kept... Yeah. So there's nothing... They didn't say sing the rest of a song in John Lennon's voice. They no, just no, ever no. use AI uh, to okay. separate those and like, two. And his voice, when it lacked a little bit, is where McCartney comes in and sings with him. So the last part where... So this is the last song that will ever feature original recordings of all four Beatles All four of them, yeah. So has, has anybody not heard this? I've, I've, I've not. literally heard it mentioned on the radio. On the I've radio. not well, heard it. you haven't, it, yeah. really? No, no, I've not heard oh, it. Oh, just me and you, Ethan. Have you, seen, have you heard it? No, because oh, every, okay. like, again, this is my fault for not reading it. It was just like AI. And that was, was how like, it was okay. pitched at the start. Yeah, I, I did like, more research not, on it. It was that's due not to my, the technology from Get Back with Peter Jackson that they've managed to isolate the piano away from his And voice. so he has directed the music video for this as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so interesting. So we do a much shorter version of it. But have you heard it? I have. You like I, it? I own it on, on 7 Inch. Oh, do you really? I do. That came do out yesterday. All your trouble seems so far away. <laughs> That's a different song. Do you I know think. what I love about it, though, right? It's like called the Now and Then. And the very, the, obviously, the A side is the new song. Yeah. And the flip side is the very first song. 
that's what let me do yeah oh that's cool i like that and it's got now and oh now and then yeah it's got the parlophone label from the very original one on on the (laughs) other side okay and it's got the apple on the other side very cool i thought Um, i thought it was clever so i guess all right i guess all right i think it's more of a wonder that we have it yes it's it's a slow i can't really call it a ballad it's just slow and yeah Melodic, but I like it. It's a great, it's almost like he knew it was going to be the last one. It was haunting, isn't yeah. it? So my question for the group, but it also just be me and you, is there have been three post-John Lennon death Beatles songs. Free as a Bird. Real Love. Real Love. And this. Now and Then. Yeah. Rank them. Real Love, Free as a Bird, Now and Then. I'm exactly the same order you are. Yeah. <laughs> People, because they did Free as a Bird first, and so they, they, got, all, they got all the thing, but Real Love's a, a, a superior song. Oh, much better. Yeah. And they released them with the anthologies. Yeah. So they had anthology ones. So that was what, like 95 or something like that? Yeah, 94, 95, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. No, it was good. No. I just is. wanted to touch base on that because well, we hadn't done that. They they tried isolating this um, <laughs> song way back then. And they couldn't get them apart. They couldn't. Yeah. No, and so they gave up on the it idea. It was like a 12-minute film. It's really interesting watch at all, whether you're into the Beatles or not. It's just a fantastic thing about what technology can do now. Yep, absolutely. But yeah. going back to the AI thing, they won't ever alter their voices to make them a new Beatles song. No, so this, we is, can, this, is, this is literally it. We know this is the last song. Yeah. And I don't know how much buzz there was. I found out like a day before it dropped. Well, that was on I purpose. Oh, was it? No okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were trying to, um, <laughs> when they were recording it, they weren't letting anybody know what it was. Yeah. Yeah, um, so the musicians didn't know. So they didn't even know that Lennon's... They were just told it. it was a Paul McCartney track. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Interesting. So there we go, folks. Go check it out. Now and then. It's available for, well, just on, on YouTube, if nothing else. Yeah, and you can get it on physical format. You can get it on CD. You can get it on 7-inch three times. You can get it on black vinyl, blue vinyl, clear vinyl and a 12 inch red vinyl there you go i didn't know there was so many types that's like that's like beatles adjacent isn't it true that at one point michael jackson owned the beatles masters yes do you know why he did oh the story behind this is savage paul mccartney spoke to him and said you know you should they were doing the music video for what was it called say 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 uh i think so the track they did together yep yep. and and yeah so it came up what are you doing this weekend? Well, <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Well, you know, you tell it. I was just okay. But so, as far as I know, and you can correct me, Paul says, "Look, I've never owned the Masters to to uh, the Beatles collection. They're up for auction, so I'm going to go ahead and get these back." I'd be damned if Michael Jackson doesn't do it behind his back. Yeah, and then gets them himself. Yeah. Now, he doesn't have them anymore. No, 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 no. I think after he died, something happened, and they've he been, the they, they were released again. And I don't know if... I don't know who's got them now. I think McCartney owns Does he own them now? Okay. Yeah, 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 he should. Yeah. He's the writer. Yeah. 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 I think jointly with Yoko Ono. That's fine. she owns the Lennon song. If we're all sitting here going, yeah, Chandler Swift should own her own masters, and I think she should. Um, that's why she's redoing all that's her... That's why she's redoing them, so she can control albums. them. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which has just been a, mar- a piece of marketing genius. Brilliant. It's a, it's a yeah. bit of a cultural phenomenon what she's doing at the moment. Yeah, because like, also it's, it's like, oh, we want to support. It's always Taylor's version. Like, she's so it's so clever. she's the most clever pop star there may have ever been. Absolutely, she's properly. <laughs> cl- I think it's what's his face here. Uh, is it Travis Kelsey? Yeah, yes, the it, football yeah. player. Yeah, mm. her like dad. I saw like an interview thing that said like. You, when you meet Taylor, one of the things that is most obvious straight away is just how clever she is. Everything about her is a construct, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she's great. 
As do I. I, I actually wish I bought tickets now to see her. She's in London for four shows later this year. Oh, I wish I bought wow. tickets, yeah. They were yeah. really tricky to get. They were really tricky to get, yeah. yeah. So, um, her, so, oh, where are we at here? Uh, Ember we? says it's not real love and tells Wade to leave. <laughs> real love. That's how I got there. Oh. Wade puts the Vivisteria on the steps and dad goes, that's it. I'm not retiring. <laughs> you know who he reminded me of? Anybody here ever see uh, Big Love? Not Big Love. No. Big Mouth? No. No. Oh, no? No one? The cartoon. Yeah. I did have I've to see an episode episodes. for you now. There's the one kid, the Jewish kid, and his dad's like this, like, he's almost like John Lovitz from, um, oh, I love John Lovitz. but like, to, like, like with all the volume turned up and everything's yeah, yeah. like this big emotive, that's it, we're not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> that's just who I see is this role. Um, hey, it reminded me of Ever After, you know, the, the one with Drew Barrymore and the king was like, I will just never die. <laughs> I'll never have to. He's like, if he does not want to get married, I'll just live forever. Obviously, you and I are gonna <laughs> live forever. <laughs> um. So, the next morning, the glass breaks completely, and the whole city's at risk. Wade's going to leave. His uncle, who we met at the dinner scene, has painted him a picture. <laughs> I call it sadness. I call it like a man of sadness or something like that. It's, it's Wade. Uh, Ember's now racing the bike to get back to her family ahead of this uh, tidal wave. Her father's trying to grab the flame but can't do it. Ember goes into the shop and is trapped and Wade comes through the keyhole there to help. Ember gets knocked into the back room and we think the sacred flame has gone out but it hasn't Wade with the save. He's got it in a uh, little, can, little lantern. And then there's a moment where they've blocked it all out. And then he looks at her and goes, it's too hot in here. And it just lingers. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, here's that Pixar moment I waited for each film. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, Ember, I have no regrets. She tries to get out through the ceiling, can't do it. I'd be steaming. But I can't <laughs> exist in a world without you. I'm sorry. And she goes, I'm sorry I didn't say it before. Sorry, he says, I have no regrets. She says, but I can't exist in a role without you. I'm so sorry I didn't say it before. I love you, Wade. And the wave at the flame is hitting his his water. It sort of makes this thing. He goes, I really like it when your light does that. And we fade out. And we dissolve. And it's later on. And, like, they're, like, cleaning the shop. And then you hear, like, I'm back here. Like, oh, Ember. And I'm like, you were just, like, casually making conversation. It wasn't like, where's Ember? It was like, let's clean the shop up. Like, Did anybody oh, she's in the fireplace. at any point cry in this movie? I'm going to get there. Okay. I, I cried. I, um, I cried at multiple points during this have movie. You, have you cried to this point in the film? No. Okay. She says that Wade is gone, and she comes clean. She doesn't want to run the shop, and she says, hey, the shop was never the dream. You were the dream. You were always the dream. And I was getting a little bit choked up here. That almost got me. Mm. And then I heard drip, drip. And my exact words were, of course. <laughs> of course. You, can't. you know what this reminded me of? Do you yeah. remember when we did Soul? Yes. Yeah. And, and every emotion. And, and, it, and yeah. it doesn't count. Yeah, nothing yep. counts. Oh. I think it would have been more powerful if he'd stayed yep. dead. Because yep. then he's Pixar sacrificed. Pixar are cowards. He's lo- for Pixar would have done this years ago. And don't do it anymore. Yeah. for her. Yeah. yeah, that would have been a powerful statement. Or for he, her traditions, actually. And then, and the then flame, Dad has it? to live with the idea that one of the water people did do this. Yeah. 
And that could be the change that happens to unite people. Yeah. I thought but he was at they... least... I th- when they went into the grate, I thought they were both going to die, but they were both going to kind of, like, escape as, like, steam. And then they'd have become, like, steam people. Together. They could have been together, steam together. Steam yeah. together. Like the steam baby that we're and hypothesizing. Could, yeah, so she plays the crying game, and the condensation drips from the ceiling, and Wade is alive, and she's much better telling the story than he was. She says it with, like, emotion. So can water people never actually die? Then? This is what I was Well, I guess thinking. if you've been, you can if you've if been. If they evaporate and then. Oh, so yeah. if they evaporate into the air and, and they're gone come... forever, then I suppose. But if you like evaporate into like. The, the rock, because really, the rock so kind of soaks you in like, a bit. Condi- he was able to be condensation, Then he wasn't was he? condensating, but yeah, yeah it, it, again, the science makes the my head explode. water yeah. triangle. But, and mm-hmm. every single drop of him uh, somehow comes together and he's still whole, that like, he's not missing any bits. Bernie now maybe says... He's under his t-shirt. Oh, baby, who knows? <laughs> Bernie now says that he's... Un- yes, he was naked. That was a joke there. Yeah. Bur- at which point, shouldn't there be a t-shirt laying around somewhere? Yeah, yeah. where does he get I think he picks it up. Yeah. Yeah. It's back on, yeah. Bernie says that he's unbanned. Um, Ember says she wants uh, Wade in her life forever, and they he, then he reapparates fully, and they kiss. And we get the Chiron months later... That was you. <laughs> At the shop, the regulars are now running the shop and everyone is there, um, which was, a, I guess, a logical place. And then, you know, Bernie's sitting there enjoying his retirement. And what's he doing? I want to hang out at my shop every day. That's what I want to do with my retirement. Come on. Go on a cruise. But there's no, like, there's no, like, update on who survived the flood. Like, <laughs> everyone nothing. did, Julian. There there's, was no consequences. There's, there's only, like, four, <laughs> char- no there's only four characters who matter in this film, Julian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out because, you know, didn't, wasn't there that weird tree kid that would, the like, pluck lived. out his his like his flowers and give it to ember he wanted to give her his flower unfortunately flower we saw the tree kid again so he, he doesn't was, he come out yeah. at the end and he's got a new crush he's like oh yeah he's got a crush on a fire girl doesn't yeah. he yeah. yeah no like a, a, a was it a what it was a what it was a no it was element. a fire girl was it fire oh it was it a was baby different. fire girl yeah a little fire girl yeah. An age-appropriate fire girl. Yes. <laughs> Rather than saying baby fire girl. That just sounds a bit weird. <laughs> you know what we mean. Younger than Ember. <laughs> yes. An age-appropriate fire girl. Yeah. Um, at the shop, we said that already, Ember walks in, and uh, he's just like, hi, guys. And then Wade walks in and goes, it's time. And I'm like, Wade, like, are you guys are really bad at timing. Or like, give her a moment. Because she just got here. <laughs> he's impatient. Because he goes, I know how this goodbye is going to go. It's going to take a while. Bernie gives her her blessing and says, if you're gone, there'll be more time for hanky-panky. And there's a pruning joke here, I think? I think the pruning joke is earlier, isn't it, when he's asking her on a date? Oh, is it? And he's like, maybe we can just go and watch a film and maybe prune each other. Okay. Because the apples are pruning themselves. Each, well, each other, but yeah. Each other, yeah. And then they do the ancient bow of respect to each other. And this got me a bit. It's got yeah, me like when, 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 when she does the bow and he does it back. It's got yeah, me a bit. Yeah, nice. And then that's the film. And apparently there's some artwork that suggests interracial relationships or inter-elemental relationships continue. Mm-hmm. Hooray. Yeah. Ethan brought it up. So I was, there, that, is there, yeah. was there anything on the end of these credits? Because sometimes there is stuff on the end of Pixar credits. I didn't. I will must I didn't bother to stick around. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't stick, stick around. around. No, I didn't stick around either. Should <laughs> I have a quick Google? Is there a code? I didn't stick around either. <laughs> While you're looking, Julian, I've got a fun new, a fun new feature for us here. Megan, I need you oh. to keep a, a, a timer going. Um, Three minutes. Hang on. I'm calling this the lightning round. Oh, no. I'm ready. 
So it's about really quick questions. So it, it, it sort of, you got to make gut choices. I'm going to go with three. Three, 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 three might be too long. We might only need two minutes, but let's take a look. I've got a series of questions here. I might throw in some, uh, some, some, some other ones here. Cool. The pressure, the pressure. <laughs> okay. Ooh. I'm ready. I'm ready. You sure? <laughs> okay. Uh, one second. I'm adding one to it because it's going to be. Uh, uh, Apparently, ooh. there is actually a post-credit scene in Elemental. Really? None of us have seen. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wowza. Oops. Why well, I see this movie like so many times, and because like, the kids and my clients, I've never seen a post-credit scene. <laughs> you always have the right to pass on a question. Yeah, you don't. I don't. You know don't have answers, to answer so, these. Okay. I'm not talking okay. to you. I'm talking to Julene. Oh. The one answering the question. <laughs> okay, I don't have to answer any. Great. You don't oh. have to answer it. No, it's not you. You're Good. just timing. Okay, I can do this. Okay, I'll go three, uh, two, one. How concussed are you? How concussed are you? I'll go three. A bottle land on my head. I'll go three, two, one, go. So, three, two, one, go. Julene, who was your favorite band or artist in high school? Oh, oh my gosh. Uh, Okay, Biggie Small, Smashing Pumpkins, um, and uh, Disturbed. Okay. How young were you the first time you threw up from drinking? (laughs) I I think I was like 13. Wow. (laughs) What's the one guilty pleasure you're always going to come home with from the grocery store? Uh, Cheez-Its. Okay. (laughs) Cheez-Its. Favorite fast food restaurant? Oh, uh, shoot. Right, right now, it's uh, the Gallo Hero. Gallo Hero. Okay. What are they? It's Mexican? A Mexican. Okay. Yeah, Mexican. How old were you the last time you threw up from drinking? <laughs> uh, 20. Oh, no. Dirty 30. Dirty 30. 30th birthday. I went to a casino for the first time. And they were giving. The BFE have released 199 episodes of reviews. How many of those do you think you've listened to? Uh, Almost all of them, except for maybe like 10. Wow. Because I didn't come in until like Angels with Dirty Faces. And then I felt behind. Great one to come in with. Yeah. (laughs) Besides yourself, who's your favorite other friend of the podcast? (laughs) Oh, no. On the spot. Uh, I'll say Reverend Bruce. All right, let's add to it. Favorite member of the BFE panel. <laughs> and we're all here. All of like, us. Like all time. Or, okay. Sure. Uh, okay, so Ian Ian and Georgia. No. Georgia celebrated. No. She was downgraded. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ian and Georgia. Ian and Georgia. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Netflix or Disney Plus? Netflix. No, Disney. Disney Plus. Netflix is kind of whack now. Best gaming console of all time. Oh, that's not fair. Uh, of all time? Well, uh, okay, I'm going to go with PlayStation. Okay. One condiment or seasoning you could not live without? 
I definitely heard that incorrectly. One condiment uh, more seasoning. (laughs) 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 Julie and I did as well. Uh, Would you still sleep in a hostel? Uh, No. (laughs) To be fair, you got all of them but one. So there you go. Well done. (laughs) You didn't pass on any. The other one, why not? We're close enough. Christmas dinner. What's your favorite dish at Christmas dinner? Oh, um, duck. Uh, the duck. Duck. For sure, the duck. We don't really do duck over here for no, Christmas. That's no, that's as traditional. I'm going it? home for Christmas this year. You We're really looking forward to yeah. it. Yeah, I'm I don't have to cook for, for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. turn up on your doorstep poutine. and just sit there until you come huh? back. <laughs> Christmas poutine. My sister makes a lasagna on Christmas Eve. Ooh. It's fantastic. I, I had lasagna mm. earlier. That North American it. style lasagna, which is nothing like like real like authentic uh, lasagna. I fully appreciate that, but I do prefer my my westernized version of it. Talking of Christmas, we should bring up your Christmas lights, which are still on, <laughs> still on, still on, barely, but they are still on. That's incredible. Absolutely insane. Madness. Yeah. One yeah. pair of double A's. That's nuts. Do you just leave them on all year? So well, you it's, a very, to- it's a very small tree. I made the bet. When I basically went, look, I'm not turning these off until they die. I'm just going to leave the tree up until they go. Thinking a month, Thinking a month and a half. I might get to like the middle of January. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're now in yeah, well, they're, they're determined to survive. It's literally not coming down. Like uh, it, it's, yeah, if they were to die tomorrow, I'd just move a tree into a side room for a month and a half. Next year, I'm, I'm taking them down like d- December 26th. The tree's coming down. <laughs> when I come back from Canada, the tree's done. Oh, oh I thought no, we're gonna do a, we're gonna do like a pod we're Christmassy gonna, we're thing. We're gonna do a, yeah, we're gonna do a Christmas. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. So I'll leave it up for that. But then after that's done, taking it down. Uh, no, I'm a spook early, so when when we get ready to do our Christmas tree, I'm I'm gonna hide some uh, skeleton decoration somewhere. Noah, I'm I'm gonna see how long it takes for everyone else to notice that I put Halloween decorations on the tree. There's one. What I'd, date? I'd, I'd notice. What date does your Christmas tree go up? Uh, probably December first. And what date does it come down? December twenty sixth. Oh, really? Are you, are you that person? Yeah. I'm. I'm not a Grinch or anything. I just um. The the latest I've ever waited was like February, but usually the my scheduling is, you know, after things sometime after Thanksgiving, no later than December first. Okay, let's <laughs> do this. Halloween decorations go up July fifth. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the end game. And we are in the end game now. Julian, you know you've got some extra responsibilities to do this week. Uh, we need a random word. Okay. Uh, let me think. Today's uh, the word the the word of the day will probably be uh, fire. Fire. I knew you was going to say fire. fire. Yeah. A little less Goodness restraining gracious. than cricket Great bat. Balls of fire. <laughs> if I make a gif of me lighting a fire, can I win again? If you make a gif, I'll 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 look into it. Because if, if it's a good one, sure. I don't like fires. I'm very good at lighting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's talk about the money, money, money. money. I'm just looking up quickly because I missed this, I guess, in my notes, but I don't know how to find it. Super quick. Whoop whoop. So 
This came out us for a budget of two hundred million dollars. What Whoa. does it take home? Animation's expensive, dude. Jeez. What does it take home at the box office, Megs? Was it on at the cinema? Yes, it, it, was, on it was on at the cinema. Okay, yeah. um, it has a proper cinema run. Oh, I don't know how exciting it is to go to cinema anymore. So I'm going to times it by three because that was a tip. Um, I'm going to say six hundred and five. Wow, but times it by three and then add five million to it. Yeah. Okay, six oh five, Liam. <laughs> I'm gonna say half its budget. One hundred. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, hang on. What's the budget? Two hundred. Two hundred. Oh, oh no, one sixty. Okay. Below the budget. Below budget. There we are. Yeah. yeah. Julie. Uh, I say it takes home like two hundred and eighty-five million. Ethan. I remember hearing it did well, but I don't know the number. So I think I think Megan's the closest. I'm gonna go like I don't know seven fifty. And Georgia. 450. Georgia, 494.7 oh. million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> so there we are. I hadn't heard anything about it until last week. Uh, <laughs> I knew it was around. I'd seen. Oh, it's really difficult. Uh, there's a thing when the Pixar movie comes out that name Pixar suggests quality of the highest degree in a way that Marvel films used to. Mm-hmm. Where it was like, not that it was Citizen Kane, far from it, but it was going to be universally liked. I don't know if Pixar does that anymore, though. What, do like universally great films? Yeah. What was the last great, great Pixar film? I don't even okay. know. What? Because they Sorry, all look what? the same now. Coco. Oh, Coco, absolutely. They all look absolutely. Coco was incredible. When was Coco? Is it? 2018? Okay. Yeah, I Is think Encanto. Pixar, but they still have the That's Disney. Disney though. Encanto's Disney. not Pixar. Oh, yeah. But they they both they're both the same animation style. So the Disney versus the Pixar. It's become hard to tell them apart. Which. Yeah, yeah, I'll give yeah, you that. I don't. I literally don't know which one's I'll which. Give you that. So uh, it was Coco Pixar. Yeah, Coco yeah. was Pixar. Yeah, I didn't see Toy Story four for the record, but when that it's fine. Toy Story three oh. is on my short list of all time great movies. Love that. There's a Toy Story four. Yeah, yeah. there's going to be a Toy Story five. Yeah, I've seen that. Oh no! I don't, I don't get it. Three left it in the. Perfect, perfect place. Yeah, yeah. Three um, was perfect. It's like they're doing a Fast and Furious thing with the like, Toy Story. What's my list? It's that. It's Monsters Inc. I gotta look at Pixar. Finding films. Nemo. Nemo. Yeah, Nemo's Nemo's Nemo makes the short list for sure. For sure. I just miss the old Disney. Not films Dory with the proper villains. I Dory proper was villain. terrible. No. no, that that no. I didn't see, I didn't see Luca. Um, Onward was very good, but not on the same level. Oh, I forgot about yeah. Onward. I loved Onward, but that's more personal. Onward was fun, but it was only dead and he's only half formed. Was that Onward? Yeah. Yeah. Dead Dads yeah. in D&D. I actually quite enjoyed that one. Uh, I like good it. It, was dinosaur. Bit, it was a bit creepy that they're walking around with his dad's bottom brave, half. But, you know. Brave. Brave's very mm. good. Why did they spend the day fishing? Brave. I still want to ask that question. <laughs> Why do you waste a day fishing? <laughs> They're getting to know each other. <laughs> you, don't have, you don't got time for that. No, they do. They do. Inside out. Well, they got to eat. They got to eat. Oh, even Cars. Cars is a great film. Never seen it. Right. Cars 3 was really good, actually. Cars. And Bugs Life. So cars I really rate. Bugs Life Bugs is the most good. underrated Pixar film. I can't help so, it. It's so beautiful. Pretend it's a scene, okay? Um, <laughs> like, these things used, so, it used to. My, oh, used to get a Pixar sorry. film, and it meant, it meant greatness. Yeah. And my issue now is that this film's not great. No. This film's all right. And it just it's makes what? me sad. 
Did you say it's mid? I think that's a great. I'm 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 never one to use that term, but man, it's accurate that, here. Well, that's how I felt. Like, I don't need to watch it again. It's nah, alright. I like it, but I recognize its midness. <laughs> I guess the question we asked was, uh, uh, you know, Phantom Menace, bad Star Wars movie, yes. Bad movie? I don't know about that. And I would say this film, bad Pixar film, yes. Bad film? I don't know about that. Yeah. Oh, it's a bad film. For a kid's film. But you see Pixar, you just expect more. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah. The bar was See, no, pretty high. About which 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 Pixar film I think is like the all time. That should be like a, another media madness. All time best Pixar. That's film. interesting. We we do have. It's not. It'll be a short one. We could do have a short one because only about it's not that many of them. Because um, we do want to do the the Disney catalog. Because mm-hmm. sixty four of them, and it would be a great one to do. We just got to not be all so busy. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Pixar definitely is an interesting one to also throw into the loop there. Um, we can't talk about awards because it hasn't reached its award season yet. A couple months we'll start hearing about. I mean, this will get nominated. The animation's beautiful. It is absolutely stunning, mm. yeah. It's gorgeous. Who would you cast as who now? It's just voice casting now. So, Julene, you've got you've got a job to do. Who would you cast as who? Okay. Um, I would cast I would okay. I would cast Ian as the the Windbreakers lady. <laughs> I see it. I did yeah. not see that. Going. There, yeah. Wow. It, well, I and you like the? Can I just? Can I just say the fart jokes were just just chef's kiss <laughs> on the windbreaker, the whole a, windbreaker scene. Oh, it's kind of a kind of a weird to say fart and chef's kiss. It's a kind of a mix of metaphors. <laughs> there. <laughs> it was just wonderful. I mean. Every time she said break wind, the 12 year old in me just died laughing. I'm not sure I got that. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't even catch that. No, I didn't pick up on that. You either. probably got all of them. Wow. <laughs> all the fart jokes were just, the 12 year old in me was just so. Uh, I was like, yes. She I'll, said I'll break wind. I was like, what you mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so I would cast Ian as Gail. Uh, Georgia, I would cast. As Ember, wow! Uh, clearly got Ethan, that leading lady energy. <laughs> <laughs> like Ethan, I would, I would cast Ethan as yeah, maybe Wade. Yeah, that's right. Do cry on. I put him as Megan, too. Megan, I would cast as uh, Wade's mom, and then oh. Liam, I would, I would, not, I would I'm cast. Not, I'm not Ember's mom. I'm Wade's mom. She's cool. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. Architect. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I would cast. I would cast uh, Liam as Ashfa. Oh wow! Ooh, her dad. dad. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sharing your your struggles. Yeah, I got a lot of struggles. Yeah. <laughs> I have a burning ambition. I I, I cast myself as Ember. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so because no, I get it, like she she's uh, trying to strike the perfect balance between the husband and the daughter and she's all about like harmony in the home uh did this film have a villain problem 
prejudiceness, but also really because no. it's not there. It's not, it's not That's my point. That's my point. This is the least racist racist movie ever. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's why I went prejudiceness, but it's not really there. I don't think it. Was, water, it like was just, the villain. just like coming the, over, the water that isn't actually a physical. The non sentient water. Yeah. water is the villain. <laughs> Can't fight City I Hall. Think, mm. I think the biggest conflict. I don't. I don't think that it's like really that it's a villain. I think the conflict is between like it's it's the immigrant story of the expectations of the immigrant parents versus the hopes and dreams of the child that they brought here for a better life. So, Ooh, yeah. Who said Kim's Convenience? Because it's basically what the movie is, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I like Kim's Convenience. Kim's Convenience. Mm. Was, was Turning Red Pixar? Because Turning Red and... Um... I think Turning Red's <laughs> Disney. Because Turning Red and... and Ella, they Because they share the same themes of, like, cross-generational, like, immigrant parents... No, kind sorry, of, sorry, turning red according to my Google thing here is Pixar. Let's see if it is. What a fun film. I forgot about turning red. Do you know what its IMDb is 3.6 out of 10? Wow. That doesn't wow. surprise me because wow. people found it cringe because it was about teen girls doing teen girls thing, things. And someone went, it's set in 2002. Why didn't you bring up 9-11? What a weird critique. It is a weird it was critique. A fine film. Yeah, that's weird. That's it's set so, in Canada. And it, and it, yeah, it is. Yeah, and I was going to say it, it's set in Canada. I think it's the thing about it that yeah. I will love and hate it for is the the fact that they have a boy band called Four Town with five people in it, and then <laughs> the, but that but then the music really is boy bandy, so it gets stuck in your Apologies. head. And I find myself at work going. Ain't nobody like you. Like, I- no, this Pixar. <laughs> Google on my phone has it's got the link cross referenced, so it gives the IMDb score not for Turning Red, but for a horror movie named Red. Oh, even oh. though it clearly says here three point six out of ten. Yeah. Then when you hit the link, oh. it takes you to horrible horror movie called Red. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So actually, those two things are so similar. It's actually seven point something when you get onto IMDb. That sounds that makes more sense. Which sounds much more yeah. in, in the in the right ballpark. Yeah. Because ninety five percent of Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, is it? Oh. Turning red. Yeah. Oh wow. I haven't it's, seen it. Have you seen it? No, I've not seen okay. it. No. I've heard Has anybody things, seen though. it? No. I've it's a cute little film. I, I I've seen it. The two people on the big screen have seen it. There we go. I'm telling, like the the thing I. Is it weird that I like the the boy band part of it? Like I and you know, did you know Fort Town is a real boy band now? Are they really? I miss oh, boy bands. Funny. Yeah, yeah. I, bet you, bands. I bet. I bet. I went. Through, I was. Yeah. I was Team Backstreet Boys though. It's all K-pop now. Everybody. I miss. Yeah. I miss bands with instruments. <laughs> well, any type of band that isn't. Yeah. I don't get modern music. I don't get modern music. It doesn't get better. I got news for you. <laughs> you know what? When we sung there, we was all in sync. <laughs> you might have been in sync, but you weren't in tune. I'll tell you that much. Um, I'd say whose story is it, but that feels a bit silly on this one, doesn't it? Yeah, it's a bit silly. Yeah. It's story, like it's Ember's yeah. story with, with, with elements of Bernie. <laughs> elements. A family, yeah. <laughs> you, you really don't get much of mom. You get a lot of dad. Yeah. 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 So, 
which, which is which is I, I I'm not going to make like this weeping generalization, but I think it's really common in immigrant families that where the dad has a strong personality, the children has a strong personality, mom becomes the the quiet peacemaker in the household. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, from from my exposure to it, I think that sounds like something I've seen. So it's certainly what is portrayed in media. Absolutely, that is yeah, um, yeah. In Fili- in Filipino households, they call the mother of the matriarch the ilaw ng tahanan, ilaw ng tahanan, like the house of the house, the light of the household, or the the light. It's because um, like we really are kind of like a matriarchal. Um, culture especially especially pre-colonization we we were all about them like a man we are a matriarchy <laughs> uh, that ties us into our next point role of women well ember's quite a fiery character oh megan I suppose mm-hmm. she, not okay with she that. does have that certain spark about her doesn't yeah, she, she does. Ow. <laughs> um, she has a flaw so she's very exclusive she can be hot-headed yeah hot-headed. <laughs> i'm having a terrible time she I want you to come know mute that. me before i say something <laughs> stupid <laughs> She, she doesn't becomes, realize her mouth is going to burn her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, she becomes sort of her flaws. Um, well, they they kind of and she she does the whole growing up thing, and at the end, don't they leave together to go and travel? They like going to travel the world, so she's kind of got out of that. She's doing an internship at the glass. glass. That's what place. it is. Um, yeah, so, so she's kind of coming out of the shadow of her the, the the shop, isn't she, from her family? But she's a loving daughter as well. And it's, and it's been mirrored, right? Because he's going along as a support for her, whereas at the start mm. of the movie. Uh, the mother was coming along as a support for Bernie's decision. Yeah. yeah. She comes across as more, um, I don't know, more of a confident character than Wade does. Yeah. I was, he's lovely. Yeah. Like he, you Wade's going to get dominated for his whole part. relationship. Yeah, he's so under the thumb. I can just see it already. <laughs> Poor old Wade. He's a little house husband. But she represents the <laughs> the newer generation, I feel, because I say as the mum, she's a little bit under the, the father's thumb. So it's, I, I feel like she's the new generation that's you know, the main character, and she's got that more hey, confident personality. Uh, we saw at City Hall, it was the, uh, Gail was in charge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we saw, um, it was, Wade was being raised, and a family being raised by, by a single mother. Mm-hmm. Yep. A, a, a widowed mother. Lesbians. Oh, yeah, they kind of forgot yes. about that. Yeah. Oh, they forgot about so yeah. much. They forgot about... They forgot about his little dad. His feet, we didn't even talk about it at all during the review, but the idea that, you know, he wishes he could go back and say some things to his dad and tell him his truth and da-da-da-da-da. Mm. Uh, we t- for, totally ignored the part about how you promised your grandmother you'd marry a fireman. Yeah. Fireman. Fireman. <laughs> <laughs> Is that not what water people are? Because <laughs> he did fireman. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. 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 Um I I think the movie is also like there's a lot of imagery that's kind of symbolic of how like Ember Ember's you know, they say Ember's superpowers that she burns so bright, but then you know, they spend the whole movie trying to tell her that she needs to kind of dial it back, take a deep breath, make a connection, calm all that down, and then when they do that reading, like Wade's water, like amplifies her light, I guess. Yeah. And then 
like and then they end up together and you know she's better with people because i guess she's he's a good influence on her like i i i'm not sure how i'm trying to explain how i both love and hate that at the same time (laughs) (laughs) they balance each other don't they and it's one of those where it's like she's they're both kind of fixed by each other can she be her best version of herself without him and i think the movie says no the movie says no yeah yeah, and that's that's it. That's exactly it, Ian. That's exactly what I don't like about it. Yeah, <laughs> no, I hear you there. Uh, not he also can't be his best version of himself without her. But it's this weird codependence thing. Definitely but Disney's not Disney's never going to go broke peddling. Um, you are my one true love. That's kind of what they do. That's kind of their whole shtick. Um, the shebang. Favorite character, best character, Mags. What do you think? it's hard isn't it um i don't no one actually jumps out as a favorite character um i'm sure there's some little character somewhere that i can think of um sprouty no, no. that's my that's my least favorite part of the film I that really freaks claude. me out, oh, out with the claude. arm hair i yes i agree i hate claude um i don't i really don't know um i'll just go for ember just because she's kind of uh, fiery there you go She's kind of fine. <laughs> uh, again, Ember probably just because I see a lot of myself. I get hot headed. I get a bit impatient. I want to see the world. I want to do things. I want to. You don't want to run a shop. <laughs> <laughs> Someone. Uh, no, that's. I, I do like having a shop. As yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know. Yeah, her. Bless you. I'll get Liam's fireplace. I'll make a sign up. <laughs> like one person will get it. <laughs> Georgia. Liam's fire pit. I like Wade. I think he's cool. He's a lovely guy. He's lovely. He's I know he nice cries guy. a lot. He's a bit of a drip, isn't he? He is a bit of a drip. He's a He does sacrifice his life for her, doesn't he? In yeah. a way. So. Still Casper to me. He does it like Casper. Water does. Casper. Water Casper. Uh, Julie. Uh, I'm thinking, like, honestly, I'm... Wade annoys me. I think he's a wuss. Like <laughs> he he is. He's kind of a wuss. And like I like Ember, but I don't know. I think I like the moms of the movie. I really like She's Wade's good. mom and and Ember's mom. Like I like the moms. <laughs> uh, Ethan. Uh I like the dad. Honestly. Um. I, I think they don't really play on the story as much as they probably should about who he is and what he's like gone through to get where he is. And they do at the end, closer to the end, but I found it really nice. And I think it made the relationship between him and Ember feel stronger by the end so that their, their like final goodbye really hit me in a way that it wouldn't if it wasn't for him. It's like the dad in Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. If I don't like get with him as a character by the end that I that, that I haven't had an emotional journey. Uh, my vote goes to the only character who shows legitimate and organic growth in this film, and that's the dad. The father, yeah. Yeah. 
He's uh, the most prejudiced character <laughs> in the movie. Yeah, he is. If he can lunge, like, so can like, I. It's, it's him and some random people by the museum one day. Like, that's, <laughs> and the guy at the customs office. But, like, everybody else is in the past. Like, he's the only guy rocking present-day racism. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But he learns, like, he learns something. It's about himself, about his family, and uh, it's a message about have the conversation while you can. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, Wade's uncle does an oopsie racism, um, but that's more just ignorance than being like I. I it's think ignorance less rather of than you. prejudice. What, what, what does he say? He's like, you no, speak really does- well for someone. Oh, yeah. who's and I'm like, ooh, that, no, that is a microaggression. Yeah. Like, and and I'll tell you, that is a microaggression that irritates my soul. That and like, because and and people touching my touching my hair, like just reaching out and touching mine or my kid's hair, like. That, like, when I heard him say that, like, that triggered me so hard. I was like, oh, you mother... (laughs) I was was watching a kid's movie and my face turned red. I was like, oh, you bastard. Oh, oh, here we go. Oh, it it is... It's not out-and-out racism. It is a really annoying microaggression. (laughs) It's handled really well by Ember. I'll just say, I've never had the desire. I'm not a toucher, so I've never really gone around going, can I touch your hair? (laughs) Liam, I've never touched your hair. No, you haven't. No. Johnson? And it's like, the people who do do it, you do it in a way where it's like, I feel like I'm being inspected like or petted like an animal or something. I went into a hairdresser. I said, okay, do you have experience with textured hair? I was like, we have all different textures in my household. You've got the, you know, the soft waves like mine that just kind of poof out sometimes. And then, you know, I had the pictures. This woman out now grabbed my hair, gave it a little tug and a yank and, and like, um, you know, and like kind of like shuffled her fingers as if she was like trying to, I like I don't know, like like rubbing sand out of her hands or something. And I was like, I was so horrified because she didn't even ask. She just grabbed my hair, and I was like, "What are you doing?" And especially if you've <laughs> asked the question, like you either have got experience with it or you haven't. You don't mm. need to feel someone's hair to know if you've got the experience or not. Like, exactly, yeah. I was I was absolutely horrified. See- I but this, when, when you said you speak so well, I, this, I was like, <sighs> I this movie didn't know how to present. We said this: this movie doesn't know how to present the racism. There's not enough racism in a movie that's dealt, that's supposed to deal with racial interactions, and mm. so we get the idea that the, these communities within Element City just stick to themselves. Yeah, and so he's coming at it from his incorrect perspective of he's assuming everybody who looks like they're from fire land um speaks like her father did at the start of the movie and it doesn't justify it far from it but i think it is that idea of ignorance and he, i think i think he's in, i think he's properly chastised by ember and sort of goes oh i've made a i've made a mistake here and he even has like a oh i fucked up like the i think I, yeah the, 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 the uncle made um so yeah um I, I like how when the kid tried to push her in the water the dad was like please don't hate us yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah I guess, I guess here's a question we had julian i'm curious to get your, your, your thoughts on it we postulated and Maybe it's different, and it might be different in the part of the world that you live in than the part of the world that we live, and I acknowledge that. 
Is there a chance that the racism in the film is so subtle that a kid will miss the overarching message of the film and think it's just about fire people and water people? Do they? Is it important that they have to get the subtext in this film? I think the kids get not not the racism, but like the acceptance part. I think it's subtle enough to where they understand there are ways where you can accept people who are different than you. And like the, all the different ways that Wade tries to accommodate Ember, it's, it's just like you can always make a subtle change to accommodate someone. This is like with anybody with like disabilities, anything. One small change and then you can uh, include them. That's really lovely. Hmm. Yeah. I really like that, Julian. That made me really happy. Like the idea that children won't necessarily pick up on the um on mm. the racism and the prejudice, but they will pick up on the acceptance. That's like really when nice. When she goes to the house and they give her something to stand on, don't they? So she can be yeah. That's, that, yeah, sorry, I don't think I picked up on it. Yeah, I think it's an interesting way to look at it where you don't look at you're not looking at the problem, but you're looking, no, you're at, looking at, at the solution. You're looking at, it's a bit at, like, at yeah. the solution. Yeah. It's really lovely, yeah. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah, well, they they give her something to stand on. Uh, they she brings an umbrella. Wade, uh, you see how Wade's always like, you know, he'll t- he'll take her to a game, but then when it comes to like things like where she's trying, like riding the train or whatever, he'll always figure out a way for her to be able to participate. He like blocks the water a lot for her, like without even yeah. like no, yeah, yeah, without any cue. It's, it's yeah, the it's same really in lovely. the cinema too, because everyone's annoyed that it that she's making it too bright, and he's still sort of accustoming for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, favorite moment, favorite element of the film, Meg's film. Um, I liked all the pretty sequences, like with the rainbow and the the minerals and the bit where they went in the bubble, even though that was really risky, um, and saw the the lovely flowers. I liked the visual aspect of it the most. Liam, uh, yeah, the animation is is pretty spectacular. Is, is uh, I liked the um, sand into glass to fill the dam. I quite like that, and I liked how the water moved through the glass. When mm-hmm. you can see it going. Um, what else have I put? Yeah, I suppose it really. Ethan! I don't want to say, whenever we do a Pixar thing or a Disney thing, I'm always like, oh, the animation's really nice, and I feel really shamey by saying that, but there's like there's a thing that happens. Um, you know what? The score on this is beautiful. What a, what a beautiful melding of, of different cultures uh, musically. It's, oh, it's, like a, it's like a beautiful gumbo. Of, of music. A melting pot, if you will. We haven't had yeah. Dumbo for a while. <laughs> Julie. Um, oh, it's hard to pick just one because the animation is breathtaking and it's it, it's beautiful. Uh, I like the score, but I more like the message of like acceptance, like the way they focus on the solutions more than like the problem i mean one would say you know it's harmful to not focus on the hurt but i think they adequately showed how much it hurt not to be included and i love how they dealt with like they 
they zeroed in on all the little accommodations and it showed just one small thing can make a big deal, make a big difference to people. So I think I like the focus. Um, I like how they dealt with the issue of racism and I love, love the animation. It is so gorgeous. Uh, Georgia. I was just looking to see if I could find what the system was called, but whatever system it is that they run the water animation on is just incredible. Like if you like look back to even ten years ago, um, animated films have got water in. They just the water looks shit. Like, but the how impressive this is, and not necessarily the water people, but they are really really cool. But the water that comes over the dams and the water that you see through the glass and all of that, it looks so close to looking real it's just so impressive uh everyone said animation so i piggyback off that a bit because uh, that's my real answer but in a pixar film it's all the little details isn't it it's the it's the puns it's the uh tide and prejudice it's the little the little jokes hiding in the background that Hot logs. people might not like lo- yeah people might not uh, get necessarily right away so uh i will give that Saying that, I didn't spot um, A113 anywhere. I'm sure it was in there because it's a Pixar film, but I didn't spot we'll it. We'll have to see so it. We'll have to keep it on for that. Yeah. Uh, grumbles, grumbles. Megs? Armpit hair. Okay. <laughs> or grass hair. I just, that just creeped me out. Can I, I like give it. you my flower? No. Liam? Um, the story weren't what I expected, and... I felt like I was a bit. I kind of knew what was coming, and yeah, I think that made it lackluster for me. Yep, I'd like to have seen something a bit different. I'd like to have seen a bit more. I didn't. I didn't cry at this film, and normally with a Pixar or something or Disney, I tend to to cry at, and that gets me. When Monsters Inc. happens, I'm bawling the last yeah. fifteen minutes. It's tough, isn't bawling. it? Bawling. Yeah. <sighs> And and Toy Story three, you know when they're all holding oh, hands twice. about going into that instant. two separate moments. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, I Toy Story three traumatized me. <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> you like twice. I mean, this didn't. This didn't. Uh, Ethan, kill that water boy. It's the same thing I said during. Um, so I I I I I, I get it. I do. Um, and I think this is more my cynicism heart and going, ah, oh, Pixar killed people before and you, you dealt with grief. And I think there was something in there that you could have done about, Hey, look, prejudice can kill people and it has killed people and we need to stop doing that. But kids feel sure. I think Disney's kind of lost their edge and that's fine. I'm, I just, I don't know. Cynic in me thinks commit to some pay if you really want to. Uh, Julie. Um, I think my biggest, my biggest grumble with this is that, um, like they didn't really get into the dad and mom story as much as, I mean, I know it's, it's a, you know, they can only make a film so long, but I feel like they could have made made a bigger deal about mom and dad's story because in every immigrant kids like story the pressure comes from what their immigrant parents went through 
that's oppression. That's the reason why they care. That's the reason why, you know, we're making good grades. We're taking like extracurricular activities that we don't give a shit about. We don't care about. Excuse, I'm so sorry. Like that's why we're you know taking extracurricular activities that we don't care about. This is why we work so hard. We're terrified to bring home, you know, bad grades, bad news, or do anything embarrassing outside of the home. We have to be a model citizen outside of the home. And it's because we owe our parents that. So I feel like they could have just taken more time with the parents' story. Georgia. Because Um, the parents are the driving force of Ember's feelings. So they should have told us why. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. I think it's just that the metaphor doesn't quite land. Because they chose things that actually can cause harm to each other if they mix the metaphor for that then being different races doesn't quite hit in the way I think they wanted it to. And also then the science makes me mad when it doesn't work. <laughs> um, and like, I, like, I get yeah. it. I know it's a kid's film, but like, what are the rules? Cause no one really sets us, sits us down and explains what control they have over their element and what they don't. And why is some water sentient and some not like, <laughs> What is I, I just I just needed a few more rules in place. Um this movie wants to be or has components of the immigrant story, uh concepts about what do children owe their parents and what happens when their dreams aren't your dreams, generational identity, forbidden love, um socioeconomic status, um saying things to people you have in your life before they go. And it tries to do all these things in 90 minutes and does it in the most pedestrian way probably possible by limiting yeah. it to there's a bunch of water flowing towards Firetown. Like, this has been done, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I felt that any of the other stories we talked about could have been infinitely more powerful, but instead they chose let's run from the water as the big climax of the film yeah. rather than any of the things that were built up. And as a result, I felt they took they 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 sort of planted the uh, the opportunity for a really rich, um, diverse um, world, and then they fell back on the bluntest climax possible, and I felt that removed it. Mm. Also, I don't like the bubble. <laughs> <laughs> So that's uh, no age game because they're all voices. No one's best role ever because these all voices. These all voices. Uh, time for the critics: the good, the bad, and the ebs. Georgia, what do we have there? I had sudden panics. I couldn't remember if I did these ones first or the Patreon ones first. It's been that long. Um, we have got um, oh, which one of these two was I actually meant to pick? <laughs> this one. Uh, Stephen Rome from The Australian says, The animation is good without being spectacular. It's fun to see fire, water, earth and air in human form. The flashback where Wade relives his childhood trauma with a sponge will make young and old laugh out loud. Um, Then we have got Jessica Winter for The New Yorker, who says... Brr. (laughs) (laughs) She's a a well-chosen critic for this movie, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) 
especially coming from a studio that used to be so terrifyingly fastidious about its world building, the internal logic of Element City is wobbly at best. Um, and then we haven't got our good friend Roger Ebert, but oh, we do have right. his good friends, Roger, uh, Richard Roper. Oh, okay. Who says, Elemental features standard issue plot clashes and resolutions, but the visuals always sparkle as uh, director Peter Son and the requisite army of animated artists have great fun illustrating how light plays off various elements characters whose very bodies are rippling with flames or swirling with reflective pools where you can walk through gates and turn into droplets that uh, that resemble if he's a fa- <laughs> as if he's an affable version of the shape-shifting t-1000 from terminator 2 while ember can create things of beauty and tools of great use via the magic of tempered glass there are so many different blues and oranges in Elemental that it feels if new shades were invented just for this movie. It's not the best Pixar movie you'll ever see, but it's one of the best looking. That's a fair claim. I thought so. Have you seen this girl? Fester voice. That's my Wade voice as well, as it turns out. And it's not that far removed from my Bud From voice. Uncle Jasper. I just remember there's a bit where they walk through a gate and they actually comment and say, why is the gate why there? Why is the gate there? So Which actually, that was really oh, funny. Yes. Why does the world have like, a gate? It doesn't it excuse why you have the gate. It doesn't yeah. excuse it. It stops the earth people, that's all. Only the earth. Yeah. But yeah. then they, yeah. Are the earth people the only people who can't like, like reapparate if you, if you like split them up? I guess. Unless so if like I get a lawnmower out, like what kind yeah. of genocide can I do with those people? <laughs> well, I reckon they can like sprout like again. Like if you like take a clipping from a tree and plant it. Do they follow the same rules as Groot? Maybe. I was about to ask them. <laughs> Are they all group people? And that flower that comes out of his armpit, is that a thing? Is that his that own life film? Yeah. He said, I'm all grown up now, which is appear that when you can like produce flowers, it means you're of age. It's like, he's so yeah, young, it's like you know, puberty, puberty for them. but yeah. he looks like he's like, I don't know. Oh, he looks like he's like eight. Seven, yeah. eight, yeah. yeah. Um, let's go ahead. I put a fleece out, as I'm known to do. Oh, no, my phone has died. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, who, can, who can get on Twitter? Who can I get can. on Twitter? Even you if can I can just read. There, are you on it? Excellent. Yeah. So uh, I, have to find, I have to find best film ever. Just go to my profile. It's linked in that. Oh, is it? Yeah. I'm on there. All right. Is this a great film, good film, okay film, or poor film? And 41% came out with great film. Wow. 22 good, 8, 16 okay, and 21% called it a poor film. Mm. So very, uh, whatever. 41% great film. Interesting. Wow. Interesting. It's quite uh, a high, high poor rate as well, isn't it? High what? Poor. Poor rate. Poor. Oh, they meant poor like water. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Poor, oh, as in because normally when we do a, a great film, bad film, we don't usually get much on the bottom end of it. Don't on the bottom. No. Do you? So our beat route around sixty three percent, which is actually quite low. Wow! Uh, but the but the great rate is very high. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Georgia, what did our friends of the podcast have to say about this one? Um, well, we have Richard didn't put any thoughts; just gave a number. So he's allowed to do that. He's well, there. Yep. yep. Um, <laughs> how how bad does he not like a movie when he doesn't have nothing. the energy to, to complain? <laughs> Uh, then we have one from Nate, and he said, it's endearing and has some funny moments, but it's just like The Last Samurai and Tuna Tom. We've seen this story done a hundred times before. Even Pixar Disney have done it before. It was predictable and very cliche. Uh, it being done before didn't ruin it, but after I realized where it was going, I lost a little interest. Was this Nate the Great? Mm-hmm. I never thought I would see this compared to Last Samurai. No. <laughs> <laughs> Even I went, what? That, just... Yeah, that's different. <laughs> well, you know, that was about, you know, different ethnicities coming together. This is about different ethnicities coming together. 
I guess um, I guess in a sense it's an kind of immigrant story. Yeah. You know, he's going there. And what do we got? Anybody else? Uh, yeah, we got one from Dwayne Smith. Dwayne Smith? Yeah. Dwayne Smith? He's oh, saying, I should have let Julie. There we are, yeah. Yeah. He says, I watched this for the first time today and can see why Julian chose it. It. I didn't have a burning desire to watch it, but burning. Burning. Uh, but the book gave me very good reason. There are some really great elements. Uh, they have really uh, thought about the environment in which the film is set and how the elements would live and how they would interact with each other. The names and characters are very clever. Um, there are some great visual gags and some brilliant lines. Unfortunately, the story has been recycled. I wasn't blown away. The earth did not move. This is not lightning in a bottle. <laughs> I can't stop with the puns, Dwayne. Uh, I cannot uh, shower it in compliments. It did not set the world alight. I have seen it done better before and parts of it just washed over me. Oh my God. It was, however, joyous to hear the wonderful Catherine O'Hara uh, when we met Wade's family. Overall, this is an enjoyable watch, but it's not up there, not to the high standards Pixar have previously set. More lukewarm than red hot. Agreed. That was that has hurt my soul. <laughs> Reading all the <laughs> it's um, on the money though. And then finally, we have got one from GZ. With a fish on a bike. He says, the world building in this film is incredible and very clever. I wanted just to explore this universe. The character design is great and the way they deal with the issues of interracial relationships, um, interracial relations and relationships is handled very well. The trouble is the two lead characters get on my nerves. I get that Ember is a hot is hot-headed, but surely it's a character trait of all the fire people should have. Wade did my head in with all the crying at the beginning, but once that phase had passed, he's less irritating. The story struggled to hold my attention, really. Maybe it's because I expect a lot more from Pixar. Good point. Mm-hmm. Good point. All right. Uh, as is my want from time to time, especially when we have lots of people around the mic, I forgot to mention the fledgling fandom. So we need to go ahead and take care of that before we close the curtain on Elemental. So uh, I'm just looking and scrolling. I probably should have looked at this before I started the old podcast machine. But the Fledgling fandom had the following to say. Dave from Scriptical chimes in saying, this was just mad. Been done before and better. Uh, We've got uh, Carlo from the Movie Loot says, it was fun. Saw it with one of the kids and he really loved it. I do think the story feels a bit muddled at times and some dramatic moments feel a bit forced. Uh, He continues, but I like its overall message of acceptance and tolerance. The animation is gorgeous, though, and I'd be inclined to agree with that. Uh, Tom says, have not seen it and probably will not. Disney is gasping for air. For me, and I speak only for myself, Disney means bad movie. Well, tell me what you feel about that. And then finally... Hey, it's your sister! My sister Kirsty says, this is a family favorite. The kids get to learn about diversity and that prejudice isn't cool while also enjoying a fun and vibrant film. The kissing part is met with lots of ewes, but apparently it's not gross enough to spoil the film. Love, Catherine O'Hara, always. So two thumbs up. And then just one last thing in closing. We're doing a little uh, a little music game here with some of our patrons, and we want to give a shout-out to, to our winner this week, who was... I just want to make sure that I've got that right here. It is Ryan Kuketz, who is our DJ this week, spinning the records, starting with uh, some ABBA, Gimme, 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 as the song that's most likely to get the party started this week. All right, I return you to your regularly 
scheduled podcast. So, um, if you like this film or episode, you'll like apparently The Last Samurai. <laughs> uh, pretty much imagine anything from, from the Pixar um, circle of films, I imagine. If you like this, then, you know, I think there's nowhere to go but but up. <laughs> um, no, like, I mean, it's, 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 uh, Pixar is a style of which they usually tell their stories. This has elements of it (laughs) (laughs) but in the end it's ground that we've covered before (laughs) and water Uh, and air and fire heart um captain planet he's a hero (laughs) there we are i I used to watch that i used to love that show uh yes it's time for our ratings our ratings megs start us off with a rating would you Um, I mean, I enjoyed it. It was lovely to look at. And I can see it almost reminded me of Inside Out, where they, instead of the emotions, though, they decided they wanted to create the element caricatures. It, it's, it's 100% when I first saw it. I yeah. went, oh, it's Inside Out with the elements. It's very similar, but obviously, and they tried to do the interracial thing, but I don't think it quite hits. Um, it's pleasant enough. It, I don't think it deserves a second watch, though. Um, I'll, yeah, I'll give it a six. Um, a six flaming embers. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Home with Megan is not worth a second watch. I was, oh, I kind of, I kind of lost interest halfway through because I kind of knew what was coming. The puns were just all over the place, and to a point where I was like, oh, okay. God help our listenership if that's a turn off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean there's 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 some great ones obviously, but um, and some did make me laugh. I didn't cry at this film. I was expecting to, you know, hit me, um, and it didn't. Um, you would have won the crying game. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so with that, I'm going to give that a very middle five um, water passing the dams par- out of ten. I don't even know what that means. I don't but- know. Either. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I lost interest halfway through. <laughs> And your score reflects that. Yes. Uh, let's go with uh, Ethan. Um, this feels really negative when I say this, but this is a great um, animation test. This is like, if if I was like, you know, how I want to test a new TV and see like how how colors pop. The Elemental is is that film, yeah. which feels really like dismissive of the film because the film's fine it does its job i don't think it does its job as well as it probably should i've i've said i've compared it with like my issues that i have with something like zootopia where you go how do we do an allegory for racism stereotypes in the way and we forget other like important crucial elements and then we go from there film's fine i i like i enjoyed it i think it's a pretty film um it's it's not a film that if it was on I'd I'd watch it but it's not one where I'm like oh yeah gotta go gotta go buy that film I'm sure kids will like the pretty colors it's fine music's great the story overall makes sense until we get to the weird little damn final twenty minutes and then I say oh, okay whatever fine it's like soul for me in the sense of could have ended oh. better oh dude soul's an infinitely better film than this though right. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. like, on, on my rankings of like, the soul is soul has like uh, hit me in a place where this didn't. Uh, but in I'm going soul? in my soul. Yeah, Tina Fey stole my body for a bit. 
Uh, I'm giving I'm this. So, I'm so seven, bothered by the movie Soul. Seven, <laughs> seven clods out of ten. I'm seven. sure that will make everyone happy Ew. if I say clod. Seven clods Clod. out of ten. Oh, actually, I've just thought oh, of a, I've just thought of a better out of ten. Oh jeez. Five sandbags that burst through the banks of the dam out of ten. So much better. That was your better version. <laughs> that was uh, with m- much more Five smoother as well. that can't hold up a dam that can't hold up the movie out of ten. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I lost interest halfway Julie! <laughs> what you got for us? Okay. Um, I'm giving it seven crying crying families out of ten. <laughs> Crying families. Crying families. Mm. So wait till family. They just cry. Oh, that's cry, right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven crying families. And can I just again? I am so bothered by the movie Soul, Soul, and like Princess and the Frog. I oh, I, I love, love them and, and frog. Hate them at the same time. I was so mad about those movies, though. Let's have a person of color lead, but we're not going to show them as that as a person of color because they've been in a situation. Then the white woman steals the black man's body. Soul's I I still enjoy Soul. Yes, basically, basically that's <laughs> exactly what bothers me about it. Then <laughs> he's alive again. Anyway, Ian, I might be misremembering Soul. What I'm saying is infinitely. I just remember liking it more. I don't know. Music was I'm, good. I wasn't huge like, on it. We, we we did do a whole episode on it, if memory serves. Yeah, yeah. I was I was excited about Princess and the Frog because they're like, oh, we're gonna have a black princess. I was like, awesome! All my kids, we you know, we watch it in theater, we watch it at home over and over again, and I'm like, she's a frog through the whole movie. What is going on? And then even when when her and the prince fall in love, and she doesn't become a human. They become frogs. Like they're they're fro- they're like they marry as frogs before they become like human people. And and she's she's literally a, a human being for like maybe five minutes of the movie. Hey, hey my favorite person in the world, Cameron Diaz, got done real dirty and trash. <laughs> she has to stay an ogre, you know what I mean? <laughs> Oh, dear. <laughs> it's part of this like no no i'm not who you really think i am sort of story isn't it it's that it's that i need to get back to who i was it's watching although i don't know if uh what's what's the character's name princess and the frog tiana tiana, tiana. Yeah. i don't know if tiana's uh the problem with tiana she doesn't have any character flaws mm. she I, works I, too much i think i said that when we watched it tiana's got no flaws to overcome so what's the purpose of her journey yeah true that's my issue with princess and the frog Frog. 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 Like, like, think about so a very similar movie, okay? Emperor's New Groove in the sense of I've been turned into something that I'm not. I need to get back into my true form, right? Yeah. But why does he do yeah. it? Because he has a flaw he has to overcome. And this is his, I don't know if it's punishment or it's just this is the way by which he has to work through his issues. For yeah. her, it's just an obstacle. There is nothing to learn. Yeah. Just just say. But anyway, back to this one. Uh Georgia. <laughs> um yeah, no, I I think very much I think Ian's I hate to say this, Ian's right when he says it's not a good Pixar film, but that doesn't make it a bad film. Um yeah. and I'm trying to take oh for goodness sake. I'm trying mm. to take the like Pixar lens off it a little bit because actually if I do that as an animated film, it's very, very good. It's just not Pixar 
Pixar's best. Um, so with that in mind, I'm going to build on Liam's uh, out of 10 and make it a little bit better again and go with <laughs> <laughs> seven sandbags that couldn't give a damn. Oh. No. See, why didn't I say that? <laughs> Okay, let's edit George's out <laughs> and put mine in. Should I, should I give us a fourth go? <laughs> uh, I'm not going to. Um, uh. I'm the guy who says story above everything, and I'm really having to remind myself there's other elements that I need to consider. Mm-hmm. The visuals. you got to consider the visuals. It's a beautiful film. It is a mm-hmm. beautiful film. I'm just hard. Whoever said they didn't like either of the two main characters, I think that's what this is. <laughs> I think I now realize what my anger is trying to tell me. Your <laughs> temper is trying to tell you that you don't like. I just the don't. Kids. I don't like Ember, and I don't like Wade. I like the dad. I don't yeah. really like the mom. I don't really like him or his mom either. I'm just like, who is there in this universe? Who there's, I, do- I there's no stakes, is there? <sighs> do you know what I mean? It's like a funny setup is not an excuse for a character. And the no. characters don't. And the fact that she was the one saying, one can't take over the store. I never wanted to take over the store. No, you did. You did. You made it quite clear you did. You're allowed to change your mind, but say I've changed my mind. Don't say I never wanted to. I don't believe you. Because mm-hmm. I've been watching the movie. Um, but the, the visuals are fantastic and the puns are fun. They are. But they're not a substitute for having a plot. So when you mix it all together, I get quite a elements don't. Maybe what I'm saying about this film is that the elements don't mix. They don't mix. <laughs> <laughs> They're not cohesive. No. So I'm going to give the six and a half red stickers I've peeled off of products on Red Dot Day out of ten. <laughs> Why can I have thought that? Can I change mine again? <laughs> so we got a wide. Uh, we got a lot of people here. We're we're, we're sort of hitting between five and seven. Um, where's the Patreon landing? They sounded quite positive on it. They did, mm, yeah. I thought they sounded quite negative. They well, come you, out you've at got the advantage of seeing the score. Oh, really? 5.25. Yeah. What did what did Richard give it? Uh, I think he That's was the I highest. Did. I think he gave it a six. Let me just double check. Oh, really? Yeah, the rest were fives, I think. Let oh, wow. So it's all check. it's all fives and one six? Yeah. Interesting. So the oh, no, Richard was five, sorry. Oh, okay. So who gave it the six? Um, I want to think his name. They're great. I think it's Dwayne. Oh, I think it's Dwayne. I think you're right. Whoever the last one was, it was cheesy. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Dwayne was surprisingly positive for a 5 out of 10. Yeah. But Dwayne is surprisingly positive. He is. Maybe he doesn't like us as much as we think he does. Because he says positive things and then just gives them a 5. Maybe I'm a 5 out of 10. Maybe he thinks it's a 5. He was pleased to have me back. Maybe like five, five out of ten. Fifty percent. He only misses me once I've gone. Shitty man. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we want to uh, thank all the wonderful peeps for joining us, uh, listening today. We want to thank Julian, of course, always Julian, for bringing always. us a film, for bringing us a Ooh. film, whether it's a film that we think is is the best film ever, or whether it's a film that we're like, ah. Not really on the same wavelength. It's a film I've seen mm-hmm. that I hadn't seen before in a conversation that I'd not had before, and it—I it, I never realized the link between Elemental and The Last Samurai until <laughs> very, very interesting. So, if you want to know how you can be involved, uh, either with bringing a film or or voting on a film, having your voice, lending your voice, go ahead and uh, throw up. Uh, a look into the old 
into the old Patreon machine. I'm just starting to riff in here. That's patreon.com slash BFE. We kept it simple for you. Remember, Liam, when I didn't have people like laughing at my mistakes? Yes. I had a supportive system no, around me. Just go on. Yeah. A, uh, just be sick. Go so, on. Uh, please catch what the, we've got the final episode of Keeping It Low Key coming up on Monday. In a minute, I'm going to reveal what we're doing for episode 200. It's very cool. We want to thank the following, though. We want to thank Julene right there. Hermes, James DeGuzman, Lena Oberholzer, Ensigny and Davies, Chris Peterson, Randall Silva, Dwayne Smith. Dwayne Smith. The Yeetmeister, Reverend Bruce, Nate the Great, Andy Dixon, Holly Callen, Cheesy, With a Fish on a Bike, Richard, Ryan Kukets, Dirk, Shyberger, Freund, Stu from the SWO, Norfolk Domus, and AJ from Nova Scotia. Next week. Ooh. See, I think this might. I'm not sure if it's going to come across big in the room. I think it'll come across big in the listenership. Ooh. Ooh. Next week we're going back to film school. Ooh. Next year we're next week we're doing unquestionably one of the great films of the 21st century. My opinion. Dead person. It's a film that I had to turn down when someone nominated it for our for our lottery. Ooh. Next ooh, week. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ethan Shush. <laughs> we reacted a minute. Next week, you can't see what's coming. Javier Bardem wins an Oscar. No country for old men. I've not seen this. I knew it would be underwhelming here. Trust me. You, but you have to watch this. Put the phone in a drawer. You've said. Put the phone in a, put the phone in a drawer. That, um, uh, Josh Brolin. I'm picturing like a kind of Western yeah. kind of thing. I, yeah. I think I've seen bits of it, but not yeah. quite properly. Put your phone in the drawer for this one. I you promise. need to pay attention. I will pay attention. Um, not that you know, but this is like, this isn't one of those ones you can sort of like cash. Go, oh yeah, <laughs> this is like every fiber is, is significant. Oh, okay. This is for me. What I think there will be blood was for a lot of people. Oh, okay. I think this is and spoiler. This alert, is- I know how Ian feels about it, but this is going to be, a special one. You do like this film. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard you talk about it a lot. Yeah. My, I, my girlfriend, she loves it. Oh, does she really? Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. next week we're doing No Country for Old Men. Josh Brolin, Javier Bardem, Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, I love Tommy Lee Jones. Kenley McDonald from Train Spotting. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Wow. So good cast. Uh, we'll go ahead and we'll take a look and sort of show. Uh, I've never seen a pair of directors play with their viewers' expectations like this film. So that's what I'll say on in regard that, to that. On that cliffhanger. We'll leave that there. So we, again, want to thank Julie. Julie, thank you always for coming on out. And every time she comes on out, I always bring this up. Julie was the first one to publicly say to us, have you guys thought about doing a Patreon? Oh. And it was something that I had thought of in my heart and in my head and needed to hear someone else say it from outside. Thanks, Julie. So yeah, it's wonderful. Thank you, Julie. Always love having Julie on. And by the way, I my love your favorite t-shirt. podcast. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, yes. What's the what's the? Oh, I didn't see what the adjective was. There it is. <laughs> do, do, do you want to read it out, Leo? Fuck you, you fucking fuck. <laughs> love it, love it. That should be my tagline, but it's not going to be for this one. <laughs> so, all right. Um, so, please join us next week when we get to episode two. 100. 200. 200 films reviewed. Wow. Can't believe we're getting to 200. Wow. I remember I thought we were a big deal when we got to 10. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I did. Double figures. I was like, hey, look at us. Hey, we've done 10 The weeks. average podcast stops at nine. 
Really? Yeah. So there mm. we go. Wow. So, please join us next week when we put another number on the front, 200, as we tackle the Cohen Brothers directorial um I'm gonna say masterpiece. There's me before. Oh, I'm so excited. We, so excited. Who has seen it before? Me. Just okay. Bits, just me and Ethan. Bits. And Ethan's yeah. up for it. So look at that. Um, as we tackle the Coen Brothers' um, seminal work, No Country for Old Men. Julian, if you just want to join the walk down after Ethan, after Megan. Okay. Well, no, I've said Ethan now. After Ethan. Oh, I'm okay. I'll, I'm yeah, after you'll have to do that. Okay. Four best <laughs> film ever. Happening. Uh, I've been Liam. I've been Ethan. And I've been Jolene. I've been Megan. And I've been Georgia. And frankly, I think the best way to put this film is this. You know what happens when heat hits water? It comes off lukewarm. (laughs) And the danger is sometimes you just can't give a damn. We'll catch you on the flippity flop. Oh my. The flippity flippity flop. flop. (laughs) (laughs) 